For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. here on this Tuesday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on ENC 300. K-I-V-A-B-Q.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call. I hate coming in and all of a sudden, like, everything's out of place. The microphone is moved here. This is why I don't like anybody touching my thing. We got D-Dad Muska in here as well. D-Dad Muska, how are you? I'm well. You know, I, I was in a good mood, but I recently discovered apparently our the chief executive of the United States said that those of us who have not taken our shots are going to be looking at a winter of illness and death for us and our families. Yep. I need to look into this further because I'm very concerned. Well, you know, for me, I'm not looking at, uh, I think I was warned several times, you know, when it came to getting vax, making sure the distancing, don't go out, don't travel. <clears throat> don't go here, don't go there. I mean, nobody traveled more than me. True. Nobody moved around more than me. Around the state, the various state, Texas, Arizona, like right from the very beginning. This is the shortest day of the year, ladies and gentlemen. This today is the shortest day of the year. And in so many ways, it is one of the longest days of your life because now, you know, you're taking all this time off. You think you deserve it. You haven't been at work. You've been remote working. All this, oh, everyone's feeling sorry for themselves, and I'm not doing this. Like I, I don't know how else to tell you, folks. The more you back off and the more you do everything that the government, the state of New Mexico, the every, every time you see to them on any of these things, you're just letting them take control the rest of your life. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> Christmas time, does it feel like Christmas? It felt like Christmas in Texas. I just came back from Texas. Boy, did it feel like Christmas. Oh, my gosh, did it feel like Christmas. I went everywhere. We did everything. I got to be with my family. I saw all of the wonderful things that were going on out there. You walk in. Everyone's maskless. I think gas was like 285 or 295. <laughs> uh, people are traveling, getting out. I went to a movie. I went to, a mo I went to go see Spider-Man, oh. even though it was so incredibly woke. You know, and, and I'm like, well, I'm right back here. I took off one day, one day, <clears throat> and um, back at it here. And I just have to say that I feel more Christmas this year than I have felt in five years since Donald Trump was elected. I have not had a Christmas this good wow. since 2016, ladies and gentlemen. That's how good my Christmas already is. And we haven't even opened a gift. <laughs> I was around my family, my sister, and just seeing, I mean, and I did some Instagram videos where you guys can uh, see all these kinds of things and uh, the Santas, and there's so much to celebrate. And then, oh boy, I come back to New Mexico, <laughs> the front page of the paper, like, uh, fans will need to vaccination to cheer on Lobo. <clears throat> all right. I, I hope that you're starting to realize that everything that I predicted is all coming to pass, okay? It's all coming true. And you're not doing anything to stop it out there. And I'm not talking to our audience. They are. They're, they're going out. They're living their lives. You know what people are doing other places? They're just ignoring it. 
Dallas is blue, by the way. Dallas is a very, very blue city. True. All right. It's inner cities. People like there's angry flight attendants on the Southwest Air. You know, they're they're like looking. You need to sit back. You need to make sure that you have that way. Put on your seatbelt. Like everyone is angry. And then I was over here, you know, just the first as soon as I got into Albuquerque, I'm like, why is everybody so angry here? What is going on? I remember, you know, going to, to Arizona and I was like, well, you know, that was OK. I mean, people are out having a good time. and That's fun. But my God. If it's a choice, ladies and gentlemen, between Texas and Arizona, you're going to Texas 100 out of 100 times. That's how good that economy is doing. It's not crowded. You have land for days. You have houses for days. There's no income tax there. Like, if you're thinking about moving anywhere, please do not think about going anywhere but the state of Texas. I'm, I'm telling you right now, for your own good. My eyes have been absolutely open. Now, uh, before you think that I'm going to pick up and move to Texas, I am absolutely not going to do that. Okay, I have a purpose in my life. I'm a leader of the community here. I do lots of things in politics. As much as I would love to leave, it's not going to be my place to leave. I'm going to sit here and fight for the 505. That's what I'm doing. You know, all you guys are sitting here. just got back from Texas. Texas is just different. I don't care where you go in Texas. I guarantee it's better than Colorado, Oklahoma. Uh, Utah and Arizona. That's how good Texas is. Austin, don't go there. That's the only only I can say. Don't go to Austin. You don't want to be in the downtown uh, city of Dallas because there's very woke people there too, and they they love to get that thing stirred up, the Omicron virus, and shouldn't. And I was watching of ABC News, and I I haven't done a whole lot of reading, so I'm just going to start sharing all my stuff. And you're welcome to call in too. I mean, I'll be happy to take your call, and and you can you know share your stuff with me. Okay. I haven't forwarded. Have I forwarded the phones yet? I gotta double check that. I just hate everything out of place over here. Uh, there we go. Then I will forward the phones because I want to talk to some of you about about all this. Okay, so the mood, the feeling, the amount of money that people are spending on things, going out, doing things, not feeling like it's gloom and doom. I think. As a Christmas present to yourself, you owe it to yourself to go somewhere to see what life is really like. Because I think some of you have been lulled into this whole idea that, oh, it's okay. We need to get the vaccination. My phone is ringing off the hook. If I can connect people to resources so that they can get seen. Okay, Everyone is coming down with something. Most likely, it's not the coronavirus or the COVID or anything like that. But it doesn't matter. They're not going to treat the flu as anything but the coronavirus, as the COVID. That's what they're going to treat it like, okay? And your government's doing a very, very bad job. I mean, people aren't talking about this, by and large, in red areas and red states and red territories. They're dealing with it as a function of everyday life, and they're moving on. They're going to work. They're coming home. They're celebrating with their families. They're not trying to shut things down. They're just absolutely not trying to do that. And, and I'm pleading with you right now that don't give in to the fear. The, the, I, I realize the attraction of moving to a blue state or moving uh, out of a blue state to a red state is there. And if you can do it, that's great. You're going to pay so much more for a home right now. It's ridiculous. They're pretty much everywhere right now. Everywhere. If, if you didn't get in in the last two years, you're going to be pretty much sitting on the sidelines. I don't care how much inventory that you think that they're going to go ahead and build. It's just not going to be able to create the demand. Home prices are here to stay right where they're at 
or hovering around in one form or another. They're going to bring the economy down. The first thing that the first thing in that teardown that you saw as soon as they Joe Manchin opposed the Build Back Better, you saw Elizabeth Warren and the New Jersey Senator Cory Booker both come down with COVID. <clears throat> we got to do what we can to delay the vote. Make sure that I mean, can't you see it as plain as day? You know what they're going to do. They're going to stall and they're going to get what they want to get done. And now you have Joe Biden saying what he's saying. This is going to be a long, dark winter, especially for the unvaccinated. Don't be scared. You knew this was coming. Illness and death. We we told you how this whole thing was going to go. There's no reason. There's no reason to cave into the fear. They're still trying to use the fear. They're still trying to use ABC, NBC, CBS. Like, those are such woke companies. The Associated Press, getting rid of those guys as soon as I can. These are this is messaging and information that you cannot use. Our top of the hour news couldn't be better right now with what we've having, and they're battling back and they're pushing back. So as much as much as I want to say, hey, you know, go on, move move other places. I'm telling you, fight back. Just continue to do what you do. Be the people that you are. And you know, for I talked to uh, you know Eddie Nunez. I called him directly because I have his number. Uh, who's the athletic director? of the uh, University of New Mexico Athletics. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, I really care about the University of New Mexico Lobos. I, I really want to see them, you know, be supported. I want people to go. But we can't turn this into the people that are vaxxed versus the unvaxxed as who, who can support a, a, a Lobo team. But if that's the direction you want to go in, and he, he, he said, well, this is what I've done, and we're going to do it for the next 30 days. And I said, okay. So what happens after those 30 days? And he was real upfront and honest with me. He's like, it, it may not continue. And I'm just going to say, yes, it's going to get worse. They're going to manufacture these numbers. Omicron will be the thing. And they're going to try and kick me off the air. They're already trying to do it. I went in front of the ethics board on Friday, and they're doing everything they can. They want to go through my – I'm getting audited by Bernalillo County now. Wouldn't you know it? I'm getting audited by the city of Albuquerque uh, at the very same time. And I'm in front of the ethics board all for running for mayor of Albuquerque. I mean, if I can sit here and fight this on my own, and I'm, I'm totally fine to, to do this, then I hope that you guys can find it in yourselves to continue to push back because that's all, that's all you can do. This is your life. They're trying to take away your life. That's what's really happening here. So let's go to this. Fans will need vaccination to cheer on the Lobos. I've done no reading today. This is one of these uh, weird shows. Dowd's going to feed me a bunch of stuff and, I'm going to give opinions instead of, you know, being caught up on everything like I normally am. Says, I want to go to the Lobos a little bo- want to give the Lobos a little boost in the pit? I mean, this is so smarmy. This is Jeff Grammer. Jeff Grammer is a communist, okay? The Albuquerque Journal, they're communists, okay? They're just, just learn with me and we'll, we'll get through this. Starting next week, you'll need to show you've been vaccinated or at least provide proof you've tested negative for COVID-19 to get in the door and cheer on the University of New Mexico men's and women's basketball team. My father has had season tickets to the University of New Mexico Lobos since the 1970s, okay? I graduated from the university. I'm the only person who has a degree in my family. I have a, a degree in political science, degree in economics. I'm a Lobo through and through, both from the University of New Mexico. I love University of New Mexico. And my dad, when I talked to him, he says, Eddie, do you know what they're doing? They're going to say that we have to show proof of vaccination or negative COVID tests in order to go into the pit. He says, I'm going to take... I'm not going to be a, 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 a Lobo ticket holder anymore. 
Oh. And I said, well, let me make a phone call and let's kind of figure out what's going on here. Let's figure out the rationale. Okay, because you always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Give them a chance to explain things. It doesn't happen. It doesn't help if you just shout them down, right? So <clears throat> here it is. Citing increased health risk posed by surging COVID-19 numbers and the emerging threat of the Omicron variant, UNM on Monday formally announced the vaccine requirement for fans entering the pit for games beginning in each team's Mountain West Conference opener on December 28th. I can tell you I will never go see the University of New Mexico Lobo play. And my son plays with some of the coach's sons. My son is friends with some of the coach's sons, and I still won't go out and support. The best thing I can tell you is just go and support. I, on Friday night, I, uh, I went with Janelle, and we went to the uh, – by the way, Janelle is the kid's mom and um, my, my wife. And we went to the University of, of uh, New Mexico's Pope Joy Hall. When we went to Pope Joy Hall, it was very interesting. We got in, we showed our papers, we showed all, all of our stuff, and I said, okay, well, here I am. I'm, I'm, uh, I got my $65 test, got that, that taken care of, okay, walked in, and while I was there the entire time, I was being managed at Pope Joy Hall because I wanted to see what it was going to look like. And there was people who are like uh, safe, I don't know, they have blue shirts on, and they're like, they're called safety something or other, okay? They're like, all over the place. And I, I literally grabbed a bottle of water. I took a, I took a drink of the bottle of water and not so not so much as me putting during intermission as me putting the the drink down down. As soon as I put the drink down, you need to cover your face with your mask while oh. you're not drinking, sir. Oh. She was waiting for me to put my drink down. No human being can survive that. They 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 just can't. What's it going to be like at the University of New Mexico? Now, last week I said, hey, what does it matter? You don't need to wear a mask. If all of you guys take your mask when you're going there, like they must have heard that, now we need to go ahead and put in a requirement. They're not going to let you fight back. Those are places they're not going to do. It's a state-run hospital. It's a state-run athletic facility. It's a state-run event center. They aren't going to allow you to do any of these things. And you need to understand there's places where you're going to be welcome. There's places that you're not. You don't go where you're not welcome. That's it. And if they want to go ahead and make their own, we can make our own economy. We can make our own connections. We can have our own party. I dare you to start policing us at our own party. I dare you. Good luck. I dare you to send your police officers to any of our gatherings, our matanzas, our birthday parties, or anything else. It's just not going to happen. I'm telling you right now. And those state police and the city of Albuquerque police or whatever city you happen to be in, people aren't just going to put up with it. They just aren't anymore. People are done. People are absolutely done. And I'm telling you right now, the Omicron, the news is going to get worse. They're going to, they're going to stoke as much fear as they possibly can. And they're going to rain in on your Christmas spirit. That's what this whole thing is about. You know it. I know it. We prepared you for it. Put on a smile. Keep going. Okay. Power through as much as you can. And, uh, just, just realize that the people who aren't fighting back are the problem. Now, I'm going to say one other thing here, and I think we should get into this more in the next segment. And Dowd, I, I'd like to actually have you talk more about this. Um, I think this would be, be, be good. Do you know why there's a spread in the infection rate? Is anybody aware of what's happening right now? Have you, or is anybody tracking the vaccinations and, and the booster shots that are going on? Do we know what's in the booster shots? Do we know what's in the vaccinations? 
you remember the shedding that we talked about? Hmm? Does anybody want to know why everyone's getting sick? What did I tell you? If you just got your vaccination, I don't want you near me. If you are out getting vaccinated, do not talk to me. Do not come near me. Do not come near my children. Okay? I don't want to hear about your booster shots or what you did so you could keep your job. As far as I'm concerned, get, get out of it. Get away from me, Satan. Right? We don't want it. We don't want you around us. Just like you don't want us around you because we're not, we don't need you around us. That, that's, that's the line that's been drawn. That's the Civil War. That's World War III. That's the way that they've drawn this entire thing up. The vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. Okay? All right? The reason why it's spreading is because people are getting booster shots. People are getting more and more shots. And we've proved that. We've proven that to you. We've had numerous reports. I'm sure, Dowd, you probably have reports over the last three weeks in the, the notebook that we mm-hmm. share mutually with each other. We can prove where the infection has spread most quickly. Why are people who have been vaccinated two and three times, four times, why are they getting infected? What happened in the Ho Chi Minh City controlled lab with 169 doctors who were all there, who were all vaccinated? They all got infected. Like, we're not making this stuff up. This isn't some hope or some lie. Like, this is reality. This is what's happened. So the reason why everyone's getting infected and why people are coming down is the viral load that's coming from the boosters is accelerating the level of the morphing of the virus. Just like we've talked about in the past, every single time that you add a booster, and you change the variant, it's going to morph into something else, and it's going to spread faster and faster and faster, and that's exactly what is happening. Okay? This is not news. If they're going to tell you that they're going to vent, you need to get steroids. Okay? You've got to get steroids so you can breathe. All right? Before you admit yourself into a hospital. I would resist the urge at any point to get in there and decide to vent. If your oxygen is below 87, 88, you're going to need some help with a steroid. It's, it's, that, it's that simple, okay? But remember, the people who are getting vaxxed are the people who are spreading the virus. It is by design yet again. And I can prove this to you through how many different broadcasts have we talked about this, all right? So don't go and get the booster. Don't go and get the... Don't go and get the uh, injection, the shot. You don't need this stuff. Now I'll let you come in on the heels of that uh, to talk a little bit more of that. Uh, this is from Katrina. I stopped supporting UNM Athletics when they mandated staff and students to get back. No Lobo games for me. Sad since I've been a Lobo fan for over 50 years. Say no to the vaccine. That's it. Okay? We are going to be the people who are going to have to save everybody else. I don't know what the hell's in that vaccine, but I know it's not good because it's not preventing anything else from happening. That I can tell you. And again, I want to reaffirm: I will not support an un—I will not support a vaxxed gubernatorial candidate. It is that simple. And I can tell you, everybody who's vaxxed and everybody who's not, and it will be a campaign issue that I will make and put front and center next year. Five fifty, fifty-five hundred. Now, I'll let you uh, jump in on that. Yeah, I mean, it's just—it's so counterintuitive when we think uh, we're sick, take the medicine, and we get better. Uh, it, it just—the longer this nightmare continues, the more I'm—I'm. I'm tr- trying to wrap my mind around this concept that you're 
you're perpetuating the problem. The, 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 the folks, the epidemiologists, the brilliant people who designed the Great Barrington Declaration a year, well, 14 months ago, who said, if there needs to be lockdown, there needs to be protections of the people most at risk, the people who are sick, who are likely to get sick, and the virus, which has a very, very low fatality rate for people who are under 70, people generally good health, needs to work its way through the system. So is it the case, and I think that the case is building, that by all, by so, well, so-called vaccinating people uh, and spurring all these different variants that are going through, uh, we're actually making the problem worse. You think you're making the problem better. Uh, we were told by Joe Biden, medical expert, Rachel Maddow, re- medical expert, all you have to do is take the shot and this will all go, go away. It's not going away. Uh, New Mexico has now attained what? More, we're north of 75% vaccination. We are what would have been considered herd immunity with vaccination plus natural immunity. And it's just as bad here. We have a story in the queue, Eddie. There's about, I think I put about 40 stories on the Rona in there about how can, how can, uh, it's up to t- uh, 18% now of our deaths in New Mexico are people who are vaccinated. Uh, I've been checking the reports and there was, a, and KOAT actually did a news report saying, we're up to one in five, almost one in five now are dying from this. It seems like the so-called vaccinated people were dying at a, at a higher rate to the east and then it moves toward the west. So we, we've been talking about Vermont, I believe, and there was something like 76 percent of people uh, a month or two ago uh, were vaccinated, who were dying there. Uh, the governor of New Jersey, I believe, it was last week. Last week, Alex Berenson reported that the governor of New Jersey, deep blue Democratic governor, said 47 percent of the people who are hospitalized right now have gotten their so-called vaccinations. So. When we look back at this five years, 10 years, 100 years, are we going to is the, will, will there be a consensus that we couldn't have attacked this in a worse way by this rushing this so-called medicine vaccine into production, not knowing about the long term consequences, spurring these variants uh, and making the problem actually worse? Now, the, the good side of this with the uh, uh, the Omicron or I believe our president calls it the Omicron. is Scott Atlas, a formal a, a medical professional who was part of the Trump administration, has a new book out dealing with Fauci and Burks and how everything went sideways last year. Uh, he was on Tucker Carlson last night, and while I am I cut the cord a long time ago, I have secret access to, uh, to cable television in secret, sneaky ways. And he was saying, this is how pandemics end. Eventually, the variants become more transmissible but less serious and it just sort of peters out you know as a force for killing people <laughs> or, or hospitalizing people so maybe and he, and he was saying and other other specialists have said the same thing which is the omicron now that the, we have good data it's been around for four or five weeks it doesn't look like it's it's worse uh it's more fatal in any way uh it may be just more transmissible but the same or even less harmful and that's how van pandemics eventually fade away well couldn't we have been there maybe a year and a half ago, if we had followed the Great Barrington Declaration, which was called Focus Protection, uh, and let this system sort of work itself out? Uh, or, or have we been perpetuating the problem with these shots? Uh, I remain unshotted, <laughs> unvaccinated. Uh, my president tells me that I guess me, my parents near, nearing 80 are unvaccinated. I guess we're looking at a winter of illness and death. Um, one of us is going to be wrong in three or four months. It's going to be interesting to find out which. Well, I already know who's going to be wrong. And uh, let me just tell you why. Because uh, when you're married to somebody who's in healthcare and she knows something about healthcare and you understand like from her background, like how it all works and how um, respiratory infection works and you know, the fact that there's no flu and now we're vaccinating people. And even though she's mandated to vaccinate people, 
when you're dealing with this mandated vax, this is something that the hospital is driven to do, like as a policy. Sure. And that policy is driven by the state-run Department of Health decision. So this is why you need to go outside the bounds of a state-run hospital. So I need to go outside the bounds of a institutional hospital like Presbyterian, and you need to find independent physicians like Dr. Summers or other people who are willing to prescribe and give you something that will actually work. What's really interesting is, uh, and we do need to take a break, uh, uh, what's really interesting is when you look at some of this stuff that's in Nebraska. Uh, Dow, put up, pull up, if you would, maps by state, number of infections and number of deaths. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to want to go back to the fact that we don't have a very good um, survivability rate here in the state of New Mexico based upon the number of infections. Okay, We have a higher death rate after people are infected here. And it's one of the reasons is the prescriptions that come through the Department of Health from your physicians. Uh, when they don't put the best medicine, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, when they don't do that, they aren't putting their best foot forward for the patient. They're putting forward their policy about how they will treat it. They've demonized two treatments. And if they work, which they've proven to do for a number of people that I've known, they should continue to prescribe that, but they won't do it. They absolutely refuse to do it. And so, uh, if you look at Nebraska, if you look at the number of deaths, the number of infections, compared to the state of New Mexico, what do you got, Doug? Uh, let me see. Can, uh, New Mexico is 263 uh, per 100,000. Uh, let's see. Where is Nebraska? Nebraska, Nebraska. The total number of deaths. Uh, 169, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And New Jersey, uh, if we factor in stuff from the very beginning, and New York, some of the highest. Uh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then you look. Uh, Jersey's at, third from the top 322, even worse than New Mexico. Yeah. And New Mexico is just really, uh, fortunately, we have a lot of independent people here who are saying, well, I probably have COVID. I'm going to get my treatment. I'm not going to take the test. I'm not going to add to the stats. I'm not going to pad the stats. I took a test on Friday because I wanted to go to an event. And I wanted to see what it was going to be like. I can tell you after buying a Pope Joy subscription, I won't be using those tickets. There's no reason. I'm not going to go to Hamilton. I'm not going to go to uh, uh, the Great Gatsby. I'm not going to go to these other events because I don't want to be treated like that someplace. Now, one of the biggest things that we put in front of you is the heart risk after vaccines, okay? Myocarditis and pericarditis. I just heard, and this is a, a gentleman working for the federal government, retired state cop, okay, 62 years of age, got his shot, his vaccine, in September. He was dead by November 5th of this year after he developed blood clots, blood clots in his chest. Perfectly healthy, no prior condition, 62 years of age, went to work, came home, etc., etc., developed blood clots. Folks, if you have those wills, get them out. Make sure you can find them and make sure that you put them somewhere. Okay, because you don't know when your time is coming. If you're forcing yourself so you can keep your job to get those shots, uh, time to find a new job. Your life is more important than that job that you have. Uh, It is a validated test uh, on the myocarditis and the pericarditis. Polls need to be complete on the populations where myocarditis is a known side effect. So does the risk of a heart attack increase from 11 up to 25%? The answer is yes, according to Dr. John Campbell. Uh, Here's another comment. I work in a fairly small ER that serves a very young and healthy population in the last four weeks. 
I've seen six young males who present with chest pain, elevated troponin, and EKG changes. All are healthy with no underlying young conditions. Males, young the one thing they all share is they were all vaccinated. Again, correlation and causation, but I've never seen a cluster in the same symptoms like this before. Well, this just freaked me out. I'm 25, have recently been getting chest pains, mainly in the left side of my chest, back shoulder blade area in my left arm. It lasted for a couple of weeks, not getting worse or anything as a heart attack would. I've had chest pains before. This time it was different. I went to the ER to be told it's anxiety. I have severe health anxiety and just anxiety uh, in general. <clears throat> I had a test, x-ray, and either EKG or ECG, and it was fine. I feel better now, but if it comes back, I'm going to get checked out. I had my second Moderna shot July 5th, 2021, so it's been about five and a half months, and I don't think I'll be getting the booster. You have multiple people saying this because of the bad effects that they're having on a forced vaccine. I was hesitant getting the shot in the first place, but wanted to for my peace of mind. And there you see her peace of mind. So I could see my father who is in a nursing home. There you go. And hadn't seen him in a year and a half. I don't care if you haven't seen your father in a nursing home or your mother. Do not get a shot so that you can go see them. How do you think the nursing home spread it? It's shedding. Again, it's shedding. I get, but now I'm scared and worried something bad will happen because of the shot. Just had recent blood work done, like a general checkup test, and everything looked normal. And I'm fine, but I'm very, very worried. I experienced uh, a major heart attack 16 days after my second Pfizer COVID shot. I'm scared to get the booster shot. My cardiologist advised me not to get the booster shot. So far, I'm following her advice. John is a national treasure. His pleasant manner and clear voice teaching style are superb. I will not be getting the shot. There's enough science here to merit an official response. Well, let's push it. I've been a vaccine hesitant due to the medical history of autoimmunity, which manifests as unpredictable inflammation. Previous vaccinations have triggered this and rendered me very ill, so I decided to wait, albeit encouraging those I know with very little wish to get the vaccine on balance. Uh, I got my myocarditis after my second Moderna shot a few months back, and it's still affecting me badly. My most recent blood test, my cardiac CRP, showed 6.2, which is crazy elevated. Seeing my fiancé crying that I might die fills me with so much anger I let myself be talked into this. I'm only 31. I was super healthy before getting the dose. 28 years old, seven days in the hospital, diagnosed with myopericarditis, which I'm sure has vaccine-induced. Even my heart consultant says this was the most likely the case. Raised troponins and minor heart damage. Initially was told by doctors you won't feel pain in your heart and you are fine. Only took them while I was told to ring 999 months later, which I just went into. It all seems to make sense what is happening to me at this moment. I had the Moderna vaccine on the morning of the 4th of December. I was admitted to hospital in the afternoon with severe chest pains. Never had any chest problems or heart issues, so currently undergoing tests for a heart attack. The injection of the vaccine was not aspirated, as explained by John. Uh, this is exactly what happened to my husband three days after the first Moderna shot. Semi with entire lad occlusion. Luckily, he made it out. Couldn't get any cardiolo cardiologist he saw to document and send this to Bayer. Oh, uh, let's see. Finally, as usual, I really appreciate all the information that's provided here. I live in the U.S., had invoked my religious exemption right when my employer made vaccines mandated. I was ready to lose my job, which is a pretty glamour one, over this. I was only one, I was the only one I know in my office that didn't and wouldn't get the vaccine. I was pretty open in making my decision clear. Of course, the pressure would have been humongous if I cared. I just didn't care. So the HR requested to have a Zoom discussion with me for three separate times, and I turned them down three times. They stopped bothering me for some reason. I guess I get to keep my job for now, and now it starts to feel like the tide is turning as more and more people are standing up and fighting for this against this tyranny, and more and more the truth is coming out. If you decided not to get the vaccine, stay strong. I hope also that you will make it on the horizon. I've got more and more and more of these comments that are all that are all here right in front of me.
I don't know what else we could do to provide the information to you. Okay. I have no reason to lead you astray. I don't get any, I don't get paid. I'm not incentivized. I'm not trying to get you sick. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm helping several, as, as many people as I possibly can. Uh, we, on our radio show for uh, Dr. Summers, we talk uh, oftentimes about uh, oregano oil, uh, uh, obviously OSHA. These are all things that we do. It's very important to us. You know, we don't want our listeners dying. We don't need our listeners dying. We need them alive. We need people alive. We need people to have hope. Absolutely. All right. Let me give you some more uh, comments. Uh, Eddie, the show just went blank on the tune on the radio app. Okay. I don't know where. Yeah, I'm good. I can hear myself on Alexa. Let's see. My sister works from home. Her company wants her to get back. She has worked for them 25 years. It is a hardworking, dependable, amazing employee. Hope I get fired before she gets back. She'll end up winning. She'll end up keeping her life, and she won't end up spreading. Remember, the people who are vaccinated are the people who are spreading the virus. It's the only explanation that's left, okay? The only one that's left. Uh, let's see. Leaving UNM due to booster mandate. Have plenty of work in Florida. We'll be there two to three weeks per month through June. Hope you're doing well. I'll come by and say hi after the holidays before we go back to Florida. Uh, that's a doctor that just picked up and moved, okay? He's leaving the University of New Mexico as a physician. One of my best friends has picked up and left and is out of here. They're driving people out of here. I'm not going to leave. I'll be the last one to, to leave. Shut the door. I know I made a little Texas uh, movie spoof on all of you, and I know you're like, oh, is Eddie leaving? Uh, vaccine has no spores to shed, fool. Oh, yeah? You want to talk about shedding? You want to talk about shedding? We'll uh, pull up the Alexander uh, piece, Dr. Alexander, and we talk about viral load. And you have no idea what you're talking about, fool. <laughs> Remember, I'm not upset about this because I know I'm 100% right. Uh, Eddie, first you take the first shot. Then you need to take the second one. During this time, you need to continue to wear a mask and social distance because you can still catch the virus as well as transmit it. After all this, you'll need to get a booster. This will change nothing as you can still end up in the hospital and die. Also, everyone around you has to complete the process for it to possibly work. <laughs> Meaning everybody has to get the... Um, <laughs> I agree with you. Natural immunity is best. It's the only thing. Eddie, why aren't the illegal border crossers vaccinated? Will they replace all the jabs who are now at serious risk? Have you looked at the Mexico numbers? Do you know how many people are getting jabbed in Mexico? Not many. Not many at all. They don't have these worldwide vaccination. You seen what's happening in Africa? You seen what's happening in some of these third world countries? How it's just not spreading? It's nothing. How do you even explain that? Oh yeah. They're all taking ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine because that's or, or not doing bad. nothing, <laughs> just not panicking, living their lives. Oh, this guy's really. Uh, we're gonna have a have a fun little battle with a, a guy who's probably listening to me for the first time. Uh, be careful, I'll dox you. So you come at me with your phone number, and I'll be happy to dox you. Eddie, even Fauci vaccination is not going to keep you from the virus or giving the virus to somebody else. It is population control. What I want to know is where is the routine yearly flu shot developed? That is uh, from Patrick. Uh, just got back from Texas. You are 100% uh, right on. Uh, let's see. My good doctor. Uh, yeah, he is. He's gone. That's a doctor who's deciding not to take the vaccination. Uh, Associated Press, November 19th. <clears throat> we covered this extensively. Scientists mystified wary as Africa avoids COVID disaster. There you go. All right. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva. 
We're going to hear from uh, Dr. Paul Alexander. I think that would be a good place to go with that. And I think it bears repeating. I mean, I think when people are arguing, uh, it's not leaving New Mexico permanently for now. We'll be back to check on my parents every month, still have our house here, but we are out to Florida. A lot of people are just checking out altogether. So uh, there you go. I'm not doing it, so I'm hoping to keep as many of you here as I possibly can. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. Memory Revitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. 
Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Albuquerque really is the place I like, but things have really been changing, and it's been a long time since I've been to church. Where do I go? Go to churches.theplaceilike.com, and you'll find a church that's perfect. Churches.theplaceilike.com. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Forty-six here in the Kiva. Love that. I'm feeling Christmassy. Hopefully, hopefully you're not letting them steal your uh, Christmas time cheer. I know many of you are just trying to hang in there, one way or another, and we're going to help you all the way through. I think uh, I'm going to do a Christmas Eve show. Uh, we'll have some maybe Christmas Day stuff. I'm not really sure. I think uh, Rebecca wanted to do something, and of course uh, we have Natalie and uh, Jaber doing their show as well. I think uh, Christmas falls on a Saturday, right? So that's good. And then uh, New Year's Day falls on a Saturday. So it's kind of nice because it's really condensed and short. It's a weekend and it's just, there it is. It's over, <laughs> which I like. You know, people need to get their asses back to work. Uh, Eddie, I heard you celebrating 287 gas in Texas. Uh, you're falling into their trap. Am I, am I or are we just really kind of comparing? Are you just being nit- nitpicky? Uh, I can tell you that gas in Texas is a hell of a lot cheaper uh, than it is here in the state of New Mexico. So that's the point I'm making. I'd uh, love to read the rest of it, but. I'm not going to put up with any rudeness uh, over anything, just not. And there's other stations you can listen to, it. and please go go listen to those. Uh, that's almost 50% difference. Remind everyone, gasoline under $2 is what a working man needs. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Oh, James. James finished off nicely, so thank you. Uh, Peanuts Duke. Yeah, we love the Peanuts, so we love them all. Love you, Eddie. Keep up the good work, and keep enlightening people. Absolutely. Uh, Eddie, this is why the same, this is why same for those prior to being released from border hoarding sites. Okay. I don't know anything about that, but uh, okay. Uh, then someone called me a liar. So here we go. 
We're going to go to the epidemiologist, and then we've got so many articles, so many things that we have to share with you. Uh, as entertaining as we'd love to make the show, I'm not prepared to do any entertainment today because uh, I didn't do any very much show prep because I literally just got in on a plane on a, on a nice ride with some rude flight attendants. And I will tell you that if someone's just rude to me on a flight, the flight attendants, I, I don't even act like they exist. There's this one black woman uh, that was just talking to me like total crap. And uh, she was all about like, she was rude. She didn't look at me. She's like, I can't hear you. I can't, it's because I have a mask on. But she didn't, well, she didn't do that to me. She did to the other lady who was an older lady. She's like, you're going to have to speak up. And she didn't lean into her to listen. She didn't lean in to like, get in her face so that she could hear her better to take her drink order. And you know, all you have to do is flash the, the sign or say what it is. I can't hear you. Like It, it, it became irritating like Oof. three or four times in a row. They weren't too kind before Rona. Those uh, flight attendants were getting pretty testy in the years before Rona. I'm sure things have only gotten worse. Uh, here's uh, my buddy David. He says, the first time we ever talked, you asked me if I was staying in New Mexico. I told you, of course I am. That is no longer that oh. is no longer true, uh, sadly. Oh. It's a lot. A lot of people are picking up and leaving. We, we but let me tell that. you, there's more people moving into New Mexico than are leaving because so many people are leaving California. Right. That, that's that's an important yeah. Yeah, thing. We just got an email from someone on our um, I. I don't know what their status, subscription status was, but they said we uh, they, they unsubscribed and said I'm uh, uh, because we have left this state all caps forever, almost like they they were yeah. gleeful to be <clears throat> free. <laughs> yeah, New Dallas Cowboy, state of New Mexico, working uh, Catholic Democrats. Uh, you're the problem. Just uh, FYI, just to point that out to you. Okay, so here we go. Um, this is Dr. Paul Alexander. I want you to listen to this. This is uh, very important. Oh, and I do want to say one other thing. Uh, I'm hoping that Trump, as I told you, just runs for Congress this year and becomes Speaker of the House. I don't want him running for president. I want DeSantis, and I'll talk about that why more later. I just think it's too big of a target, and we're going to fall into the same same exact stuff that we fell into last time. I think he could have so much more power more quickly and be voted Speaker of the House, which I think would be the best thing. I hope I hope he decides to throw his hat into the ring for a congressional seat. Okay, here we go. This is from uh, Dr. Paul Alexander. We played this back in September. You might remember, I doubt. This mm-hmm. was an important piece. Uh, this from our uh, one and only Clay and Buck show. And then I want you also to call up that Dan Bongino crap, uh, if you could. Uh, that guy is a total phony. Dan Bongino is the biggest phony conservative there is. And you can tell me all you want about uh, whatever his, the name of his... Uh, what is the name of that uh, deal where he shares all the video? Rumble. Rumble. I don't care about that. Okay? I, I really don't. He's the, you're going to find out why Dan Bongino is a, a phony as well. So uh, take a listen to this. Clay and Buck, uh, this from September 16th, and Dr. Paul Alexander. Paul in Toronto, Canada has been waiting with us for a little while. Paul, what you got for us? Hey, thank you guys for having me on your show. I'm an infectious diseases epidemiologist with uh, expertise in COVID. I've been working in this for about 19 months. So I wanted to just raise the points here. Um, Our focus, my work is in early treatment, which is that uh, early treatment existed uh, absent of the vaccine that we could have used to close this thing out. I'm saying here openly, I'm sharing my view based on all of the science right now. Children are not candidates for these vaccines under any circumstance. They've not been safety tested, the vaccines. They provide no opportunity for benefit for children, only potential opportunity for harms. And we are seeing the harms that have emerged in the CDC's VAERS database. 
and the adverse events, the deaths, <clears throat> this is a very serious issue. And children have a natural protection that if we bypass it and we inject into the deltoid, into the arm, we could get levels of death occurring in children in the United States, similar to what we're seeing in the adults reported in the CDC's adverse database, which only captures 1%. And already we have 14,000 deaths. The purpose of this call is this. When we look at the Israeli data today, we see that the Israel implemented its booster program, two shots, August 1. When we plot the graphs, we saw that the infections were going up steadily. But what is very interesting and staggering is, if you look at August 1 onwards to now, you see that the infections have exploded. In fact, what it, what it is showing is that the booster program, the third shot, not only did not stop the transmission, it exploded the transmission. And we are arguing that the vaccine... Paul in Toronto, Canada has been waiting with us for a little while. Paul, what you got for us? Hey, thank you guys for having me on your show. I'm an infectious diseases epidemiologist with uh, expertise in COVID. I've been working in this for about 19 months. So I wanted to just raise the points here. Um, our focus, my work is in early treatment, which is that uh, early treatment existed, uh, absent of the vaccine that we could have used to close this thing out. I'm saying here openly, I'm sharing my view based on all of the science right now. Children are not candidates for these vaccines under yes. any circumstance. They've not been safety tested, the vaccines. They provide no opportunity for benefit for children, only potential opportunity harms. And we are seeing the harms that have emerged in the CDC's various database. And the adverse events, the deaths, <clears throat> this is a very serious issue. And children have a natural protection that if we bypass it and we inject into the deltoid, into the arm, we could get levels of death occurring in children in the United States, similar to what we're seeing in the adults reported in the CDC's adverse database, which only captures 1%. And already we have 14,000 deaths. The purpose of this call is this. When we look at the Israeli data today, we see that the Israel implemented its booster program, two shots, August 1. When we plot the graphs, we saw that the infections were going up steadily. But what is very interesting and staggering is, if you look at August 1 onwards to now, you see that the infections have exploded. In fact, what it, what it is showing is that the booster program, the third shot, not only did not stop the transmission, it exploded the transmission. And we are arguing that the vaccinated persons are carrying such a high viral load in their, in their mouths, in their oral cavities and nasal pharyngeal passage they are contributing to the spread. This is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This has been false by the CDC and NIH. This is a pandemic of the vaccinated because when you look at the data out of UK, <clears throat> most updated data as of today, we see that the persons who have died infected with Delta, 70% of the deaths reported by Britain today, today are those who are double vaccinated. So, what the media is saying is a complete misleading to the public. And there's a recent study, very seminal, out of Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. <clears throat> they had 69 healthcare workers who were confined to their facility for two weeks, locked down. And these healthcare workers were double vaccinated. <clears throat> what did they find? 
they find with this lockdown that um, the healthcare workers all transmitted the virus to each other because they typed the virus molecularly to see. So the spread was within that facility. But more importantly, the research published in Lancet showed that the healthcare workers had a viral load 251 times, 251 times viral load for the Delta. But Paul, previous, can I ask, Paul, can I ask you how, just, and just so, because for everyone listening, you're, you've called in, you said you're an epidemiologist based in Canada. Clearly, you're very conversant in the studies and the situation going on here. How is it yes. possible medically, let's just say possible, not proven yet, that somebody who would be vaccinated could have 250 times more viral particle than somebody who's unvaccinated exposed to the virus? Could you just give us an understanding of how that could happen? Well, we, okay, but first of all, I do have expertise since I live in the United States. I'm in Toronto today. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were Canadian, uh, Canada-based, but go, so, go ahead. Um, yeah, no, no, but, but, but hold on. I'm an infectious disease epidemiologist. Okay, the reality is that we've always known that you never, ever vaccinate during an ongoing epidemic or pandemic. That is a virologist's greatest fear because you drive the emergence of the, virus, the variants and the mutations. It is vaccination, you're putting evolutionary selection pressure on the pathogen, and it is selecting variants that are highly more infectious, not lethal, because it does not want to kill the host. It wants to survive, so it's mutating downwards. Mueller's ratchet, it will mutate downwards. Highly infectious, and those that are highly infectious very ease of transmission will be selected forward. And those are the ones that are going to be the new dominant variant. So we were doing that. We always had about 12 variants in the background that uh, in India, et cetera. And India vaccinated with the Sinovacs, as an example. And then the Delta spread. It became the dominant variant for exactly how I just explained. And then what we're realizing now is the, the Pfizer vaccine that we have existing right now in the United States Clearly in Israel, because Pfizer vaccine is the Israeli vaccine, it just does not hit the Delta anymore. The, the Delta bypasses the antibodies that the, that the vaccine produces. So you are literally at zero. When you take a vaccine today, you need to understand something. The Wuhan strain, the Wuhan, the original strain, February 2020, was what Operation Warp Suite built those vaccines on. What we have existing today is a Delta variant. That Wuhan is long gone, a year now, doesn't exist. You are being vaccinated for a vaccine that will fail. I want you to listen to my words, will fail. And those doing it, those in public health, the medical doctors know this. There is no vaccine that could confer immunity, like naturally acquired immunity. Those with natural immunity, and, and another thing to show you, Gazette et al. just published a paper, preprint, out of Israel. And why Israel again is because Israel was the first out of the box with Pfizer, has the most complete data, the most population vaccinated today. They just published a study that was stunning and it should turn this whole vaccine issue on its head now and should stop this garbage by the CDC and NIH about natural immunity is not a prominent issue and doesn't really exist. That is bogus BS. So let me just ask you, this is, this, you've obviously shared a lot of information from your perspective with us, Paul. Let me just I'm ask you this. Science is not my perspective. This yeah. Is raw okay. Data. I'm just giving you the side that you don't hear. I, I appreciate that. 
Is it your perspective then, based on your knowledge and expertise, that the only way to end COVID in the United States or anywhere in the world is natural immunity? Well, first of all, to answer, I appeared on Rush three times before. God bless him. I admire that man. Anyway, let me answer your question. The only way to end this today with the Delta is this. We strongly double down, triple down protection of the high-risk elderly in the nursing homes. For the first time, we have never done it in the United States, Canada, Britain. Our nursing homes have been the killing field. We need to step up and do it first. That is primary. While we are protecting the elderly for the first time, we implement some quick public service on vitamin D, telling the public, get your house in order fitness-wise, cut 15 to 20 pounds. Obesity has emerged as the principal superloaded risk factor. Third, while we are doing that, we offer the elderly in the nursing homes early outpatient treatment. We have antivirals that work. We give it to them if they get infected. Why? We will get them through the infection. They will clear it. They will become naturally immune and survive. No hospitalization or death. That's the problem. When we put them in the hospital, they will die. At the emergency room door, you're at 40% increased risk. And fourth, the last part of this puzzle is you allow the rest of the society, the infants, the children, the teenagers, the young, the middle-aged who are healthy and well. You allow the well in society to live a largely unfettered life, free, no masks, free, and let them face the pathogen like we've done for every pathogen. They will become population level naturally immune. And there is no vaccine, not these narrow spike specific conferred vaccine immunity that is bogus. Natural immunity is robust, complete, durable, and lifelong. We have evidence today of people well, we, from the we, 1918 Spanish flu. Paul, we are seeing that the immunity has survived 100 years. Paul, we really we appreciate the, the whirlwind of information and, and uh, analysis here. We do have to, uh, have to get uh, to our commercials. Thank you so much, though, for being with us, calling in. Clay, you know, we, we can unpack this a little bit in a minute. Also, I think we got to get that transcript. First of all, I want to know, because we have a lot of docs listening. Yes. I just want to know, okay, so this guy calls in an epidemiologist, obviously super articulate, smart guy, right? So, and, and very conversed in, in all the, the Israeli data and everything else. Are there other docs listening, I mean, of our audience who are like, yeah, this guy's right. This guy gets it. I'm just curious if we can get a little bit of... There we go. We got, uh, you know, Dr. Paul Alexander. and It isn't random, folks. Uh, Dr. Paul Alexander has been a proven uh, product there on uh, the Clay and Buck show. So I think that really aged well, didn't it, Dowd? Uh, uh, it aged uh, impeccably. <laughs> I think he did. He kind of started off with some warnings about the children long-term. We haven't had enough time to, to know long-term children. But uh, everything he said after the, when he was focusing on the children has, I think, been 100%. Uh, percent. I mean, he's basically arguing for the Great Barrington Declaration, which was 14 months ago. And uh, I don't know, Eddie, you, you've been away. Uh, we have had some knowledge come to light in the last couple of days that okay. uh, sure, Collins sure. and Fauci were out launching an offensive, a PR offensive against the Great Barrington Declaration. Uh, they've gotten some Freedom of Information emails about the uh, the Fauci fascists and how they were trying to destroy the good men and women, the scientists, the epidemiologists who promulgated the Great Barrington Declaration. Uh, the, the more you look at this, the worse it gets. Uh, the ignorance, the grandiosity, 
And at this point, I'm starting to, uh, as I told you at the start of the show, I'm starting to put the tinfoil hat on. Uh, is this, what level of planning has been involved in this? These people are, as I say, men and women of unsleeping malevolence. We need to reject everything they say to us in toto. I would agree. We'll be back with more uh, after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva. That was Dr. Paul Alexander. Uh, we're going to discuss more Rona. I think uh, when we return, what do we got about? 45 different pieces that we can go back and forth on. Uh, this is an important time because many of you are going to be trying to get together with your families and you're going to have different, uh, different pieces of information. Uh, remember, you can get the downloads of all this on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Share it with people. And uh, I think it's important that you share it with people. I think it's important that if you do come down with COVID, uh, that you secure ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, uh, which is very important. And we do know that most of the people who are giving out the bad advice, uh, whether incentivized, you know, what side of the, uh, how their uh, bread is being buttered, uh, for sure. So I think that's also very important. So back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, AM 1600, KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. A little Christmas music for you, back and forth. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, -face. you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams? Even red chili bars. Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Five eleven here in the Kiva. Skip the five oh five today because not prepared. I will be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, as well, we got a little Linus and Lucy. Love that. Uh, who doesn't like the penis? It, I don't know. It just makes me uh, always puts me in the mood. I got a. Did I watch? Did I watch a Charlie Brown Christmas this year? I'm trying to think. I knew. Yeah, I did. I did. I also put up a Christmas tree, which was awesome. And uh, yeah, those kids that are dancing. There's actually a couple of twins dancing, and there's only like four shades of 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 different shirts that they wore back then. Too. <laughs> 
funny. That exactly uh, Pixar-esque animation <laughs> back in the 60s. It was so sweet. It, but we uh, love it anyway. It hits your heart at the right place. Uh, that's important. Unlike the shot, uh, pericarditis, myocarditis, uh, and then very much like these people who took the shot, you have to understand that they're very angry that you won't take the shot. Oh, yeah. They're angry because Live they it. got duped, they got fooled. So they got to make sure that you take it. So, you know, don't get fooled. Uh, it's that, I, that, that, that French phrase comes to mind. It's not enough that I succeed. My friends must also fail. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not enough that I'm suffering. Everyone else has to suffer, too. You know, I had a lot of perspective given what I've done in the last year. You know, I mean, like I said, from the very beginning, from pushing back, tracking the numbers at orangenm dot dot com, to starting on my impeach MLG uh, separate petitions, then moving to running for state party chair for the Republican Party, then running for CD one, then running for mayor of Albuquerque. Like I, I think it's pretty safe to say, Dow, this journey that we've been on together, that we've been pushing back every way that we possibly can, and. I want to thank you, uh, Rhino Republicans, uh, for not being very supportive of me, and especially those Rhino Republicans who are endorsing and encouraging people to uh, get the vax and uh, tell people to mask up and all this other crap that you're you know, getting people to do, which uh, has prevented the natural herd immunity that we were going for at the very beginning. And uh, you heard Dr. Paul Alexander. That has aged tremendously well, like some, some Wagyu beef. <laughs> Uh, Dowd, I know that we have some uh, good information here on just uh, what a weasel rhino uh, Dan Bongino is. And uh, Dan Bongino might be one of the biggest fakers uh, when it comes to conservatism that there is, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, Dowd's about to tell you why. Dowd, take it away. Yeah, um, this was covered by the Washington Post, and uh, it's, it's you know rare for the mainstream media to even deign to lower themselves and you know dirty their hands by by talking about uh, conservative media who you know those irresponsible bomb throwers but uh mr bongino from my reading of this article he's kind of had a interesting journey on this whole vax mandate he has early on was very uh opposed to this uh, of course he has his show syndicated at Eddie, i believe through cumulus media his quote was you can have me or you can have the mandate but you can't have both he said that Back in October, uh, he threatened to stop airing his three-hour program. Uh, a lot has happened since then, uh, but not much has changed for Mr. Bongino or his bosses. He's still hosting the same, same show ever since October, even though Cumulus Media, the syndicator, does not appear to have changed its mandate. What does that mean? Uh, it's led some radio hosts and industry observers, uh, this gets a little nasty, to question Bongino's commitment to his ultimatum. Talk radio historian Brian Rosenwald said, quote, there was a stunt element to it, close quote. Uh, for the record, I believe Mr. Aragon, and I can speak, uh, swear on a stack of Korans or Bhagavad Gita's or whatever document you like, that uh, I am not vaccinated. Uh, Bongino, who has taken the Cronus fire of vaccine himself, he's now publicly admitted that. Uh, he told his listeners in October he would be taking a stand on behalf of all Cumulus Media employees who didn't want the shot. Here's the quote. Uh, I'm not going to let this go. Cumulus is going to have to make a decision with me if they want to continue this partnership or they don't. I want something to change and I'm giving them an opportunity to do it. But if they don't, this is going to be an entirely untenable situation going forward. Wow. I mean, sounds kind of like kind of a tough guy. But after taking a week and a half off the air, Bongino returned to his radio show in early November. He told listeners that Cumulus had made, quote, some concessions, close quote, but did not go into details 
That's always a dead giveaway. Uh, We're at a stalemate here, he said. We basically got guns to each other's heads. Since then, he has posted regular updates uh, on his parlor social media account, telling his followers that he's in a, quote, ongoing battle over these immoral, unscientific vaccine mandates. Uh, He also said he doesn't know what's coming next. A different metaphor occurred to longtime talk radio chronicler Michael Harrison, the publisher of the industry publication Talkers. Bongino painted himself into a corner and threatened to leave and then didn't make good on that threat, said Mr. Harrison. With all due respect to Bongino, who is extremely talented, well, that's uh, uh, that's questionable, uh, and appears to have a potentially bright future in talk radio ahead of him. Okay, enough of the, the posterior smooching. I think he miscalculated the level of his clout as a talk show host and employee of Cumulus Media, Harrison added. Platform usually wins in these spaces, and Cumulus is a very large and very powerful platform. Bongino offered no further specifics about his, his situation in an email interview with the Washington Post. Uh, Mr. Bongino, who has battled Hodgkin's lymphoma, obviously a very serious condition, has been vaccinated, quote, on the advice from his doctor while he was battling cancer, unquote, his team said in October. Uh, he told the Post that he will, you're not going to believe this, he told the Post he will not get a booster shot, even if Cumulus Media requires employees to do so. So the big threat, the first go-around, he caves, and now he's threatening again on the second go-around. I have uh, I have no idea what the where the future holds for this. Uh, representatives from Cumulus have been publicly silent on the issue since Bongino called out the company back in October. Many media companies have recently been tightening uh, their restrictions in response to uh, the Omicron, as Mr. Biden would say. And on Monday, Fox News parent Fox Corp, which Bongino also has a show for, uh, has a show on, announced it would impose a vaccine mandate for employees in New York City as of December. Oh, uh, bye, Fox News. Who is right to get rid of Fox News, right? Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye, Dan Bongino. We got Clan Buck. Oh, and if you're a, a talk show host touting yourself as the Nesh Rush, Rush Limbaugh, yeah. bye-bye. The uh, fat white boy, what's his name, Rob? Um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Rob something or other. He's on a competing station here. <coughs> bye-bye. bye-bye. Uh, I'll just yeah. final, I'll just you got you to know something about talk radio. You got to know what resonates and what, mm-hmm. like, and I have an uncanny ability to just, like, pick up on things that were in people who were telling me that, Oh, Glenn Beck. You can't live without Glenn Beck <laughs> today. You cannot. Even his, even his fill-ins are that good. Yeah, yeah. They're that good. And he's and, doing good work on on the origins <clears throat> of, of you know over in Wuhan. Uh, he's doing some great, great research on that. I will just uh, finish up with this talk show radio historian, the guy who wrote the book, uh, Rosenwald. Quote, I think it was a cynical ploy to some extent. There was an incentive for him, Bongino, to stay with them because of that platform. And they've invested a lot of money in launching the show and building it up. Folks, it appears maybe Mr. Bongino is not good when it comes to I bet Bongino doesn't last for the next year. With wow. Media. People can pick up on authenticity, even through a radio microphone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's get to some more stories. Uh, hi, Eddie. Merry Christmas. My family gave me the great gift by uninviting me to the family gathering this year. This is actually not your family, Phil. They're not your family. If they're uninviting you to Christmas because of vaccination, <sighs> wow. ditch them forever. Seriously. They're all vaccinated until today's show. I had forgotten how dangerous it is to be around them. I hope everyone listening today will make a note of that. God bless you. Uh, just move away. Move away. I'm so relaxed. You know, my, my kids were telling me how happy I was while I was in Texas. And I'm like, you know what? Because I've let go of all the crap in my life. The toxic relationships, you know, 
you know, I literally just held on to that toxicity for so long. I mean, you saw it every day. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was literally getting harassed while I was on the air as to why I would not talk about somebody, you know, on the air. Like, literally, it was, I couldn't even function and, and deal with that. Like, what is your problem? Like, why does everything have to be about you all the time? And my life has improved markedly, markedly. And, and all that drama, you know, I, I'm not looking for something to fix. I'm looking for things to build. We mm-hmm. built this radio station. That's just a we, good philosophy of life. <clears throat> we built this radio station. I'm a fixer, okay? But I forget, and in fixing th- stuff, I'm also a builder. We're building, we've built a reputation. We've built a product. Uh, okay. It's fine, Judy and Rio Rancho, the radio reception. It's fine. You guys got to stop trying to manage me while I'm on the air. Uh, same way I was being managed while I was on the air before, I don't need you managing me either, really. I mean, I'm pretty aware. I've got radios and monitors and everything else. So I, I think we just have to continue to build going forward. Uh, you know, I think the, the mayoral run was, was tremendous this year. I think we achieved a lot of good things with the mayoral run. I know you would agree with that, right? Yeah, and uh, even at the end of the year here where people are distracted, I'm very proud to announce that subscriptions are up. Uh, on our platform, and right. again, you know, you get everyday show with the notes. You get the daily email. You get my original research, and uh, I just want to thank everybody who's either renewing, we do, uh, or coming on board for the first time. Yeah, and it's 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 important. It's important to doubt. It's important to me. It's it's important for for you guys out there that we just continue to do what we do uh, every single day. Okay, uh, doubt uh, another article that we have uh, from the Deep Reservoir. Thank you for catching me up. By the way, I appreciate you do that. COVID deaths are up for vaccinated New Mexicans. This uh, out uh, early yesterday morning. Deaths from vaccinated individuals from November 15th to December 13th are now in the double digits, as Dowd mentioned before, 18.4%. So you cannot blame the unvaccinated. You know, the unvaccinated would be dying at record numbers if it were the pandemic of the unvaccinated. True. It's not. The new data is suggesting deaths among the vaccinated in New Mexico are on the rise as Omicron variant enters the picture. December's report also highlights the effectiveness of each of the COVID-19 vaccinations in New Mexico. The graph in the report shows Moderna is the most effective with 2,695 breakthrough cases per 100,000 fully vaccinated. Johnson & Janssen was the least effective with 4,543, whatever this means. Uh, health experts are urging people to get the vaccine any way they can, of course, because they're idiots. <laughs> it doesn't work. Keep getting it. <laughs> because they are idiots. And the people who follow these idiots when they die of pericarditis or myocarditis or they get the Rona anyway, you're idiots. There's a reason why they're telling you right now not to, if you have the Rona, or excuse me, if you've had the Rona and you've developed antibodies, they're telling you to wait 45 to 60 days to get the vaccine. Why? Because your antibodies will kill what's in the vaccine, which means that the antibodies are stronger than the vaccine. Yes. Oh, my God. How could that be? Man-made is so much better. Uh, it's only, we've only Man-made. learned it for thousands Man-made. of years. And we could just say this, right? Uh, to all the crazy leftists with the coexistence. Man-made everything is better than anything your body can make. I mean, wouldn't these organic, you know, armpit hair, yes. silver hair, ponytail crowd yes. lovers, wouldn't they be telling you, hey, rely on the, hey, wowie, maui, bro. You Holy gotta shit. smoke the weed and just let nature come to you. You don't need the vax, bro. 
Your body is like Hercules. It's just like you you would. Say no to Big Pharma, dude. Yeah, those big drug companies, bro. The only drug you need is the herb. But they're not doing that. These are people who are out of their minds. They're walking around with a mask and a shield and all the other crap wrapped like duct tape around their head, practically, is what, what they're dealing with here. All right. Uh, state health officials said increased mobility and social contact is helping fuel high case numbers of COVID-19. Oh, another warning, another premeditated warning to let you know that we don't need your asses moving around the state. Michelle Lujan Grisham don't like it. I need a campaign. <laughs> But look, let me just tell you right now, as it stands, Michelle Lujan Grisham is a shoe-in for her re-election. You idiots out there who continue to mask and vax and all that, you guys are an, an virtue signal on the goodness of the pit, right? The pit deciding that they want to go ahead and uh, force that mandate. Uh, yeah, that's the reason why. Okay, they continue to strain contact tracing efforts. You're hurting our ability to do any sort of contact tracing, Dow. You're hurting us. New Mexico is back to exactly the level of contact and mobility that we were at before the pandemic. No, no you idiot. We're still in a pandemic, <laughs> Dr. Scrace. We're still in the pandemic, Dr. Scrace. Don't you realize that? Here we are. We're still in the pandemic. You can't say before the pandemic because we've always been in the pandemic. Since March 13th, you idiot. So, Trace said the is all based on cell phone data. They're tracking your phones. They're letting you know, hi, everybody, we're tracking your phones. Contract tracing and anecdotal evidence. Early in the pandemic, the state obtained anonymized, whatever the F that means. I almost said it. Whatever the F that means. What is anonymized cell phone data? Hmm. No, if you have my cell phone data, it's not anonymous, you idiot. My name's in there somewhere in that record. You realize I can tell everything about you by your cell phone? Text me something negative and watch me destroy things, okay? When people have your cell phone number, the things that are tied to your cell phone number, you want to know the one thing you have longer than any relationship, any job, anything? Your cell phone number. I don't have to tell you this. I don't have to tell you this. Your cell phone number is tied to every single thing you do, including, and most importantly, two-step verification. Do you know how easy it is for me to install something on your phone remotely to get your two-step authentication? If I know your password to anything? Yeah. Yeah, even your wife or your husband and your boyfriend or girlfriend are not very safe. Yes, just letting you know. I've, I've lived it, trust me. I've lived it. What happens when you're uh, in a relationship with a stalker? There, Contract tracing has also shown an uptick in the number of contacts and the number of places visited, he said. Although contact tracing has become more difficult as the daily number of new cases remains high. Ooh. The New Mexico Department of Health is staffed to contact about 300 people per day, but that's about it. Scrace is now encouraging people to use New Mexico Notify, a cell phone app to help take the burden off the state's contract tracers. About one-third of New Mexico adults are using the app. I am not. That is a lie. I can guarantee you that one third of New Mexico adults in the state of New Mexico are not using a stupid effing app on their phone so that they can get contact traced. I doubt it's 5%, honestly. I hope it's no one is that you want to know how I can tell. Let me go ahead and look on the app store. You idiots. (laughs) 
of the most popular apps in the state of New Mexico. <laughs> I guarantee you NM Notify is not in the top five. So why don't we go to the App Store? There's the App Store. Let's look at just New Mexico. And I'm just going to go just type in NM, right, or New Mexico. So we're going to go ahead and go New Mexico. God, here's the top apps. Guess which one's number one? It's the New Mexico emoji app. <laughs> then it's the New Mexico, <laughs> yeah, the one that has the tortillas and what's up. <laughs> okay. NM Roads has Graphic. more people than NM Notify. <laughs> New Mexico United, more downloads than NM Notify. Uh, NM Laws, more downloads than NM Notify. Sadies of New Mexico, more downloads. Then NM Notify. Let's see. New Mexico Magazine. More. Oh, and then there you go. The Rock of Talk just below KOB Channel 4. There it is. Those are your top ones. I'm still at KOAT Channel 7. There we go. Uh, NM Attorney General. E New Mexican. I'm still not finding Albuquerque Police Mobile. Uh, New Mexico 811. New Mexico Music Radio. Whatever the hell that is. Uh, BCBNM. New Mexico 21 NM REC. Legislative. I don't find any NM notified. Okay, let's uh, let's just try NM. See what we find under NM. Let's see. Since one third of the population, right? Mm -hmm. One one third of the population has NM. Uh, my NM. That's uh, Northwestern Mutual. Uh, symptom tracker uh, for medical. Uh, NM cardiovascular MD. My NM client results. NM health and fitness. Uh, NM Film Studios, KOAT Channel 7, New Mexico Wildflowers, Las Cruces Sun News, let's see, New Mexico Real Estate, Cultural Atlas, New Mexico Radio, now NM New Max Radio, uh, Burberry, Netta Porter, KOB Channel 4, NM Connect. Let's see if we find NM Notify. Let's watch to see how many uh, comments it has. See more lies. Oh, you can't even find it. There it is. <laughs> You cannot find New Mexico Notify. So, so one third of New Mexico adults are using an app that is a total lie. More yellow journalism. Uh, this one today from the Las Vegas Optic. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is when people should get sued. When you put, uh, this is from the Las Vegas Optic report. They won't even put their name on it. It's just the whole entire uh, place. Let's see. Oh. Yep, that's it. That's all I can get out of that doubt. Uh, let's uh, go to more uh, great source. Coronavirus vaccination is still happening at Expo New Mexico. Here you are. They're doing 300 patients a day. Let's figure that. Let's, let's do the math, shall we? <laughs> Walk-ins are welcome. The state fairgrounds is still serving as a mass vaccination site, averaging 300 patients. They're reminding everyone that walk-ins are welcome. We have a lot of shorter wait times, a lot more organization here. Anyone coming out, you can expect to be in and out pretty quickly. I wonder, that's according to Mariah Chavez at the vaccination site lead. Boy, I bet you she's making a little pretty. I bet you she's all, you haven't got vaxxed? Oh, my God. I bet you she's she's pretty. She's all Latina, right? She's got big old, you know what, and walking in front. She's getting people to go ahead and do it. Let's, let's, let's take a look at this. Okay, so here we are. Let's go to uh, the math, uh, shall we? We want to get everybody vaxxed, right, in the state of New Mexico. Let's just do everybody in the city. At 300 people, it would take 1,833 days <laughs> okay. to vaccinate everybody in the Another state of New years. Mexico, or 5.02 years, <laughs> oh. uh, in order for you to vaccinate everybody in the state of New Mexico using their 
quote unquote mass vaccination site. Um, there it is. Curry Roosevelt lagging on vaccination. Shame, shame. Yep. They're tenth among the U.S. states in percentage of its eligible population. Wag that finger. We're tenth. We could be doing so much better. <laughs> She's got big old front teeth too. Yeah, there she is. She's smiling at your face. She looks like a bean burrito. Uh, in spite of its, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's all it's all sorts of gross. Note the irony of this statement, ladies and gentlemen, as Eddie reads it. In spite of its impressive vaccination rates. However, the state is still seeing a high rate of COVID-19 cases. Oh, what if it's because causation. of the high vaccination uh, causation. There we If go. you were a journalist, maybe you'd ask that question. No, we can't do that. That would skip the science out. It would yeah. skip the science entirely. I think we need some more uh, some more musical tunes uh, here. Um, maybe a little, uh, you know, little Rudolph uh, the Red-Nosed Reindeer here, Burl Ives, former resident of Galisteo. You might remember. Wonderful little ditty. About yeah, Galisteo. it's that good one, Galisteo. I like that. We played that last week. So we're going to take a, uh, a quick, uh, my dad's telling me to calm down for some reason. What, where was I? Huh? I didn't realize I was getting worked up. Where am I getting worked up? Well, I get a kind of a chill vibe from Eddie today. Uh, it's very chill. Tranquilo. It's probably my mom texting me. She's, she's asking me to calm down. But do we recall? All right, 533 back in. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him. Sounds like I'm on NyQuil. <laughs> as they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. All right, back and forth. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Did someone say waffles? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for the Patriot Waffle, strawberry banana and plain Belgian waffles. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny, not the place I like dot com. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-4000. 1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild Rewards Card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild. Tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. child so maybe he, he does moved on in a different direction I, oh okay yeah. well, maybe i'm wrong about that but that's what i was uh just told so you know a 
but I, I threw this on our list. We have, do we I, do trust but verify? I, I will. I will look into trust that. But uh, one of the things I studiously avoid is the sex lives of politicians. I I follow the ways they waste our money, but I don't want to know anything about their genitalia. Yeah. Uh, proof of vaccination or proof of negative COVID test result. Now this is interesting because I don't <laughs> I don't go to these events uh, and yeah. I refuse to participate in Rona Clown World. You have to have a test within 72 hours. I know my sister struggles with this because she had to go back to the UK and come into the United States and all this kind of stuff. Are there different hourly standards at different locations, at different venues? Uh, I mean, wouldn't I mean, 72 hours, it seems like you could easily have contracted it at hour 71. I mean, you know, why isn't it? proof of negative COVID tests within the last 12 hours. I mean, I, I, what, who, who determines what that number of hours is? Yeah, I think that's important. I, I appreciate you uh, bringing that up. So, yeah, if you want to participate in the inauguration ceremony of uh, Mayor Alan Weber, uh, it's it's questionable whether or not he's come out of the closet yet. But uh, it has been uh, Alan Weber, by the way, will be featured in a posting at uh, Rock of Talk uh, chat tomorrow. Yeah, he, uh, and I believe he, another mayor south of Santa Fe, another does, does fairly he know that? Mayor. Does Alan Weber know that? Have you let him know that he'll be featured? I think he wants to know that he'll be featured. Uh, New Mexico sheriff becomes funeral home cone owner during the COVID-19 pandemic. There we are. Shane Ferrari. What a, what a name, huh? Has served the sheriff's office in San Juan County for 25 years. But he says his biggest challenge came last year. In the middle of the global pandemic last December, Ferrari's father, Vince, died. He had uh, owned the Farmington Funeral Home for eight years. Not long after his passing, Shane became co-owner of the funeral home. COVID-19 is overrunning his business in his county. Uh, this from uh, D-Dowd Muska. San Juan County, 611 people have died from COVID-19. 0.502% of the population overrunning his county. <laughs> WTF, Dowd, right? Yeah, that was a little statistical analysis <coughs> I did. I'll uh, let you do the next one on your on your own. It was devastating. Add to the holidays on top of that made it much worse. Add a pandemic on top of that and exacerbates things to the 100th degree. I would say business is pretty good, right? Uh, he shouldn't be uh, upset about it. Inherited a business where, you know, the, the body flow is really, really you know, high. But I'm sure he's lamenting uh, all of that. Uh, now, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, you have some more commentary. Yeah, uh, well, just also, it's, isn't it kind of interesting, ladies and gentlemen, how many public servants, the people who were told, uh, give up so many other opportunities in the private sector. They could earn so much mm. more money in the private sector. They yeah. give up. Uh, they also have jobs in the private sector. How does that work? Like, are they really devoting all their attention to you, the people who pay their bills? Uh, one, it's just one of my little pet peeves. People yeah. in the public sector who you. have who own businesses or have uh, part or full time jobs. Wait, wait, wait. Manny yeah. Gonzalez is a private business. Oh, owner. that's right. Big Didn't big you know that? <laughs> he owned a bar. He owned Muggsy's Bar. That's right. Contributing. To I noticed that I noticed that he doesn't speak at uh, any Bernalillo County uh, uh, PIO. I guess the public information mm-hmm. officer. There's always somebody else talking. That's, that's a good idea. He doesn't talk. It's a good idea. I wonder why that is. Manny should just zip, zip it. it. Yeah. Zip. Uh, so anyway, our sheriff up in San Juan County. For the record, I love San Juan County. My beloved niece Anastasia grew up in San Juan County before her parents moved here to Albuquerque, and I met them years ago. Uh, I have nothing against San Juan County. I'm still trying to get up to San Juan County to see the hundredth anniversary exhibition at the museum the farmington museum up there of uh, the oil and gas industry in new mexico i'm going to do that in 2022 i don't care what michelle muluhan grisham says about travel restrictions and vaccinations and masks i'm getting up to that exhibit anyway our sheriff said that we had uh, i think we brought in 19 decedents over the thanksgiving weekend i was able to call the emergency operations center again through my contacts as sheriff and really me uh, made a plea to bring up a mobile morgue um wait wait wait. does that cross over is he using public uh he's using his job 
I think to induce a higher level to his bottom line, um, I think this guy, uh, Mr. Ferrari, Ferrari, yes, yeah, uh, I think is leveraging his own public service uh, towards, uh, let's see, just kind of feathering his pockets. Uh, Amazingly, the reporter didn't ask him about. Oh, that. that's uh, funny. That's uh, funny. That's the first thing I thought of. Uh, but I did another another quick numbers numbers uh, analysis here. Okay, so he's claiming that you know they were overrun with 19 decedents over the Thanksgiving weekend. I looked up the state uh, mortality data yeah. in the entire month of November in San Juan County. This is the whole county, not just the area immediately around his his funeral home. There were 34 COVID-19 deaths, and of course we know that. You know, yeah. we know we know the, the, what's going on with deaths. Dying with it is not the same as dying from it. But anyway, officially, 34 COVID-19 deaths. So he's claiming that in this over Thanksgiving weekend, 55 percent, if he's trying to link these decedents, COVID-19 decedents to his funeral home, is he indirectly claiming that over half of all of the county's COVID-19 deaths for the entire month of November came through his funeral home over the Thanksgiving weekend? That. Those numbers don't really add up, and that would, of course, require a reporter with an inquisitive mind. Uh, I think we need to get some more details on exactly what happened over the Thanksgiving weekend. But, but the larger issue here is this reporter being incurious and this sheriff kind of catastrophe. You know, we've been doing this from day one, just catastrophe. It's always the worst. We're overrun. My funeral home is overrun. My county's overrun. I've been looking at the numbers, according numbers that were named in this article and uh, i have some interesting questions it doesn't seem to really back up the claims of how catastrophic it's been in san juan county not belittling anyone's death but you know we, we know this is real we know that people die from and with rona but we don't have to always be gilding the lily and making the worst case scenario all the time folks <clears throat> uh Dowd, uh i'm getting requests for us to go ahead and play the uh, Joe Biden speech. They want to hear Joe Biden, the, the restriction on that. <laughs> now, what do you think? And, uh, uh, this, this came in at 12.30 p.m. Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen. So, I'm sure it's available online somewhere. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's see if we can get into it. Let's see if there's anything there. Oh, New Mexico Lottery, pick four plus. $500 bonus promotion. There it is, New Mexico. Is, that, is there anything more that New Mexico loves more than free money? I would say no. It just it, it's like in their veins. How did that? How did that addiction? I think you're like born with it, right? Here's uh, let's take a listen to uh, Joseph. Uh, let's go, Brandon. It's COVID-19 cases, and I want to start by acknowledging how tired, worried, and frustrated I know you are. You're an idiot. How you're feeling? You're an For idiot. Many of you, this will be the first or even the second Christmas where you look across the table, be an empty kitchen chair there. Shut up. Tens of millions have gotten sick. We've all experienced upheaval in our lives. Oh, my God. But while COVID has been a tough adversary, we've shown that we're tougher. Oh, yeah? Tougher because oh. we have the power of science and oh, vaccines yeah. that prevent illness and save lives. Science and vaccines. But tougher because of our resolve. That so cause that, more spread and more illness. That lay uh, out the steps the vice president and I are taking. Prepare oh. for the rising yeah. number of cases. Sure, Experts tell us. We can expect in the weeks ahead. Oh, the weeks. First, Here it is. Dark winter. Dark winter. How concerned should you be about Omicron? I don't know. Tell me. Now the Tell me, Joe. In this Tell me something you so don't know. The answer is straightforward. If you're not fully vaccinated, Ooh. 
you have good reason to be concerned. Oh, I'm so concerned, Joe. You have a high risk of getting sick. Oh, very, and very you're sick. sick. You're likely to spread it to others. Oh, yep, you're right. I'm going to spread it to and others. Unvaccinated have a significantly higher risk of ending up. Oh, yes, it is, Joe. Or even you're right. dying. You're the one coughing. Almost everyone who has died from COVID-19 in the past many months has been unvaccinated. All right, double check that. Here we go. First, uh, almost everyone. News. Did I not just hear? Did he say almost everyone? Right, almost everyone. Let's let uh, what, what was that, Joe? High risk of ending up in a hospital <clears throat> or even dying. Almost everyone who has died from COVID nineteen in the past many months has been unvaccinated. There ending it is. A- there it is. Uh, how how does that hold up? <laughs> Tell that to the Vermonters, where it was last time I looked. It was two uh, three quarters of them were vaccinated. The deaths. Boy, all sorts of stupid. See if you can find that stat. We'll go. We'll we'll go more with Joe. See where we go. Hospital, or even dying. Almost everyone who has died from COVID nineteen in the past many months has been unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. Shut up. If you're, on, if you're among the majority of Americans who are fully vaccinated, and especially if you've gotten the booster shot. That- uh, by the way, a majority of uh, Americans are not fully vaccinated. Why? Because the only way you can be considered fully vaccinated is if you've taken all of the boosters. You realize that? You are not fully vaccinated unless you've taken all the boosters. So that's totally lying, total false information. Uh, Dowd, what, 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 what percentage are vaccinated? It, 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 it's it's, it's going to take some time. Oh. It, it, the, like we know in New Mexico now, it's 18%. You mean, or, or you mean we have to 18. dig for information based upon a statement coming from the president because yeah. I don't know. We really have to kind of get into the data. We have to massage the data and see what's really there. <laughs> that third uh, shot, yeah. you're much, you have much, much less reason to worry. You have a high degree of protection against severe illness. Oh, yeah. I noticed all the people that are getting infected with their third and fourth um, you know, booster shot. and They're fully vaccinated. I noticed all those people are, are getting infected with uh, the coronavirus. Uh, but almost apparently, according to you, almost no infection. Especially if you've gotten the booster shot, that third shot, you're much, you have much, much less reason to worry. Yeah, that's it. You're not going to, it's not going to happen. You guys can just mouth to mouth kiss anybody you want and, you know, hug and kiss and squeeze and uh, go to Christmas parties. Uh, there it is. It, it, there it is. Jo- Joe Biden's letting you know. You have a high degree of protection against severe illness. Because Omicron spreads so easily, We'll see some fully vaccinated people get COVID. What? Because Omicron spreads so easily, we're going to see fully vaccinated people get COVID. What? So why get did you just talk for a minute and fifty-six seconds about every reason to get vaccinated, and then come out and make a statement at the very end? If A plus B plus C equals X, it doesn't add up. All sorts of stupid right there from your president of the United States. High degree of protection against severe illness. Because Omicron spreads so easily, we'll see some fully vaccinated people get COVID. Why get the vaccine? There's no reason to get the vaccine at that point. Because you're going to get it no matter what. You're going to see some highly vaccinated people get COVID because it spreads so easily. It just spreads regardless of vaccination status. Even though I'm telling you that uh, you have nothing to worry about if you get vaccinated. Didn't he just say that? What am I, stupid? How stupid do I have to be to believe this crap? Potentially in large numbers. Large numbers of people who are fully vaccinated are going to get infected with Omicron. 
There it is. Be on the lookout, ladies and gentlemen. Be on the lookout, fully vaccinated especially. You're going to get the Omicron. Believe everything this man says. You should trust your president. Trust your government. Trust your president. There will be positive cases in every office, even here in the White House. No, especially here in the White House. We had to shut it down. We had to send people home. We had to let people know what was happening here. We couldn't stop it because there was one, you know, Jimmy, the a-hole, the Trump supporter down the hall. We had to keep him in there. We couldn't fire him because of his political beliefs. But Jimmy never wanted to get vaxxed, and he's laughing. He infected everybody, even though he's never shown symptoms. He's never been infected. Among the among the vaccinated, potentially in large numbers, will be positive cases in every office, even here in the White House. Among the among the vaccinated, among the vaccinated, potentially in large numbers. He can't even speak. Will be positive cases in every office, even here in the White House. Among the among the vaccinated, among the vaccinated. From Omicron. But these cases are highly unlikely to lead to serious illness. Oh, so if you're infected and you're vaccinated, the vaccination is just preventing serious illness. Is that what I'm hearing now? Uh, now Vermont, you can control the level to which your infection is. So if you want to have a lower level of infection, it's because you've already introduced all of the science into your body, right? That, that's why you're, you're less likely to be. Seriously, so you're getting vaccinated because you're going to get infected anyway, but you're going to be less seriously ill. Did I did I say that right? Is my understanding 100% based upon what Joe Biden is saying? Yes, yes. yes. I'm taking the vaccine so I can be. I'm taking the vaccine not to get, not to prevent from getting, prevent myself from getting infected. I'm taking the vaccine so that I will have a less serious level of illness. That's all they've got left, I guess. <laughs> uh, in Vermont, 90% of people hospitalized in the ICU are vaccinated, apparently. Bernie Sanders. Wow. Vaccinated people get COVID, may get ill. But vaccinated people get COVID, may get ill. Uh, if they get COVID, they are ill, Joe. Just letting you know. So if they get COVID, they are ill. They not may get ill, you idiot. They are ill, right? You get COVID, you're ill. They're protected from severe illness and death. Ooh. That's why he just made a statement saying that COVID prevents death. Do we have a case? Do we have a class action lawsuit on our on our hands? Is this why they're not releasing the information for 75 years? Because we now have a class action lawsuit for every person who took the vaccine. You are not going to die. So if you die, your family can now sue based upon, you know, it's not just Kyle Rittenhouse should go to prison for the rest of his life. It's also that you will not die if you get the vaccine. I believe that's exactly what you said, Joe. Need a serious illness. Vaccinated people who get COVID may get ill, but they're protected from severe illness and death. <clears throat> based upon that, as an attorney representing my 300 million clients across the country, I would like to sue the United States government for uh, any deaths that might occur from fully vaccinated people because they're infected by COVID. What, is that fair? I think I, I think I have a case based upon what the president of the United States is saying. And by the way, the United States is a corporation. It is a corporate. Did you realize that? Did you know that you are owned by the United States of America, a corporation proper? I did a whole show on that. Do you guys even recall when, when I did that? That's why you should still remain vigilant. <clears throat> According to our doctors, 
even if you're fully vaccinated, you should wear a mask. When this whole thing is turning into, regardless of your level of vaccination status, you are going to get infected with Omicron. Sounds to me like it is the vaccine that's causing the Omicron. <laughs> and the booster shots. There you go. Uh, hey, uh, should we go back to the front page of the Albuquerque Journal with uh, it, and let, let uh, the athletic director know that everybody who has a mask and has the vaccination, that it doesn't matter. If they go into a public place, they're going to get Omicron anyway. That, that's a fair, that's more honest. Doubt. Is that, is yeah, that more honest? Yeah, yeah. That's more honest. There you go. Indoors and in public settings. Wearing a mask provides extra protection for you and those around you. And I know some Americans are wondering if you can safely celebrate the holidays with your family and friends. The answer is yes, you can. If you and those you celebrate with are vaccinated. Ah, there we go. <laughs> we finally got there. You can celebrate Christmas if you are vaccinated. Oh my God, Joe! Joe, but the hits just keep on I guess playing. It's coal in my stocking. There is no doubt it. The only people in the United States of America that are allowed to celebrate Christmas, according to Joe Biden, are people are fully vaccinated. If you can safely celebrate the holidays with your family and friends, the answer is yes, you can. If you and those you celebrate with are vaccinated, particularly if you've gotten your booster shot. Particularly, you can you can get an extra drink, an extra gift, an extra special helping of uh, mom stuffing and cranberries during the holidays if 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 you get the booster. If you are vaccinated and follow the precautions that we all know well, you should feel comfortable celebrating Christmas and the holidays as you plan. You know you've done the right thing. You can enjoy the holiday season. And thanks to the progress on vaccinations this fall. We've gone from nearly 90 million adults in July who have not even started the vaccination process to fewer than 40 million today. Lies, still lies, lies, lies. There's not 40 people. There's not 40 million people in the Western United States that are available to get the vaccination. Joe, you idiot. I would say it's less than half, way less than half of people have their vaccine. Down from 90 to 40. 90 to 40. 90 to 40. There we are. We went down from 90 to 40. Yes, you, you think that you are somehow somewhere below 100 million on uh, the number of people who aren't vaccinated? I'd say that that's a bold-faced lie. There is it literally impossible. All these people who have not been vaccinated, you have an obligation to yourself. Yes, you're right, your Joe. Families, and quite frankly, yes. I know I'll get criticized for this to your country. Oh, it's get my back. country duty now. This guy is unbelievable. Wow. It's my duty to my country for the red, white. In fact, I am not a believer in this country unless I've done my part to get back. Did you hear this? Now it's free. It's convenient. I promise you it saves lives. Oh, I bet, I Joe. Promise you. I bet, Joe. How's China, Joe? How's Hunter? Huh? Where are those pictures? Where's that laptop, Joe? Huh, Joe? What do you know? I mean, honest to God, believe it's your patriotic duty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You just, you just hit play, and there's more sludge just from the mouth of the President of the United States. Another question folks are asking is, 
What can you do to make yourself and your family feel safer and be safe? The answer is simple. Yes. Get your booster shot. Oh, you're right. It's not just the vaccine. It is also the booster shot. It's never enough to do your patriotic duty to just go one step. You've got to go all the way. Pure select. What's going to happen to all the people with the vaccines and the booster shots? Die early. I'm getting there. You think you're going to get me there? Huh? Wear a mask. Our doctors have made it clear. Booster shots provide the strongest of protection. Your doctors are idiots, Joe. I mean, we're four minutes into your speech, and these guys, these 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 guys have just non nonstop. Do you even have good data on the booster shots? How can you promise it's the strongest protection? It's still a fairly new phenomenon. I, how did how did he last twenty one minutes? We still have tens of millions of people who are eligible for the booster shot and would have not yet gotten it. Yeah, because yeah, they don't mark it up. They don't believe a thing you say, Joe. They know you're a liar. They know that your uh, that your son is a sexual predator. They know what you've done in your entire life. They know that you're not even really the president. They know that you're a complete and total front for Barack Obama and the communism that you're going to bring in in 2022. They know this, Joe. They know who you are. They got your number, Joe. We all got your number. They've not gotten the booster. Folks. The booster shots are free and widely available. Oh, you know what? That you know who this you know who's gonna this is gonna appeal to? You know the people are gonna do it right away? The people from New Mexico. As soon as they hear something's free, it's like it's like a moth to a flame. Yeah, I don't they hear the word free, they don't even know what it is. But if the government's giving away and it's free, like somebody from New Mexico is like, Bingo! Feats don't fail me now. Over sixty million Americans, including sixty two percent of eligible seniors. Our most vulnerable group have gotten their booster shots. Oh, good for them. Uh, Gold Star? Is this the new Gold Star uh, people? My booster shot. Oh, yeah, I bet you did. I bet you don't have an, a single droplet of any of the injections, Joe. I guarantee you don't have one booster shot. I guarantee you don't have one shot of COVID-19. I guarantee you don't have a single ounce of any of that medicine in your body. Guaranteed, Joe. As soon as they were available. And just the other day, former President Trump announced he had got his booster shot. Oh, uh, here we go. This is why I want, don't want Trump to be This is exactly why I don't want Trump to be president. Okay? This is exactly why I don't want Trump to be president. Because uh, Trump, I told you, I will not vote for a governor. I will not uh, vote for a president that has their vaccination or booster shot. Uh, can you double check on DeSantis? Uh, where's he at on his uh, vaccine? Maybe one of the few things he and I agree on. Well, he'll, well, you guys also both agree that you're stupid. So I would say that. He thinks you're stupid, and even you know that you're stupid. So I think you would agree on that. People with booster shots are highly protected. Ooh. Join them. Join us. It's been- that just sounds creepy. Someone telling me to join them to, like, all do it. Like the lemmings, right? Yeah. DeSantis doesn't have it. It's been six months or more since my second shot. If it's been six months or more for your second shot when I got my booster, you can get yours today. You've been six months or more since your second shot. Another question that folks are asking is, are we going back to March 2020? Not this last March 2021, but March 2020. Thank you for the point of clarity there. 2021 is not 2020. Wow. You know, but 2022 (laughs) is 2020. Two. Ah, oh, you see that? It's 2020 all over again. You see what I did? See what I did there? Huh? T O O. T O O. Pandemic first hit. 
<clears throat> that's what I keep getting asked. The answer is absolutely no. No. What? I missed that. One. But March 2020, when the pandemic first hit. Is he a hologram? <clears throat> that's what I keep getting asked. The answer is absolutely no. No. There are three big differences between then and now. What? One. It's 2022, bro. It's it's part due. Yeah. It's 2020. Seems like things are the same part as ever. Due. There we go. Yeah, uh, this is a great one. That's how Jim Jones uh, told his Kool-Aid drinkers. Yeah, right. This is exactly the same speech that Jim Jones right. told right. the people Help in the Georgetown, Guyana. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, a, a vaccine is a personal choice. Very surprised to hear you say that about Trump. Uh, how could you be surprised? Well, does my entire level of conservatism rely upon whether or not tr I have to worship at the altar of Trump? Trump is out there pushing the vaccine. Are you kidding me right now? What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you people? You, if, if Donald Trump jumps off the cliff, cliff you can jump off the cliff with him? Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Go worship Trump. Go worship Trump, you idiots. Go ahead. Go worship Trump. All right? Trump's a leader on every single thing but this vaccine stuff. And if he's telling people to get the vaccine and telling people to get the booster shot, you should not be suggesting anybody does or doesn't get it. I'm just telling you why I don't, period, and why this is all just a giant pile of, of a giant dump on your, on, on your lap. That's what this is. We're looking at the numbers and the science. Pay attention. Pay attention. This isn't a vaccine. It's gene therapy. Absolutely ridiculous. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. Manage your own household. Be your own leader. Run your own show. Run your own life. Oh, because Trump said it. We, we don't know. We have Trump this, Trump that. No, no. No. Oh, Trump. Uh, it's a vaccine. It's a personal. No, 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 no. My gosh, I'm the biggest Trump supporter there is. But right now, I'm supporting him. He can run to Congress. I want DeSantis running. I want young men. I want young men running this country. No altar, just believe in personal choice. I only worship God. I don't think you only worship God. I think you worship Trump. I think you worship Trump. Because if you only worship God, you would know that it's the mark of the beast. You would understand that what they are injecting you is the mark of the beast, folks. Do I need to go religious on this? Do I need to tell you? Wake up. Let's continue. One, number one, first one. More than 200 million Americans have been fully vaccinated. In March 2020, no one was fully vaccinated. What that means is today, is cases, a case of COVID-19 for fully vaccinated and boosted persons will most likely mean no symptoms or mild ones similar to the common respiratory viruses. <clears throat> Over 200 million Americans should have a peace of mind that they did not have. Yeah, peace of mind. Yeah. How's that working out, Joe? Why are we working on the 100 million people? And where is your math? What's happened to less than 40 million people? Huh? Where's the math that's suddenly fuzzy uh, two and a half minutes later? How stupid do you think we are? How stupid do you think we are? Think for yourself, people. Think for yourself. Make your own choices. Do your own thing. Your body, your choice for whatever you want to do with it, period. Okay? And if you want to go ahead and back up,
go vax up. But when you die, don't expect me to feel sorry for you, okay? If your job is that important, you know what? It would have probably just been good that you worked for 50 years and died the day after you died on your job. Seriously, if your job is that important to you. March of 2020, they're protected from hospitalization. and They're protected from death. No, they're not. Who's being hospitalized right now? The vaccinated. Who's being hospitalized right now? The people who have vaccinated and got their, 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 their vaccine booster shots, ladies and gentlemen. That's who. Okay? You're going to die with the vaccine. Trust me. It's going to happen. There is something in there that they're not telling you and you can't sue them. Why are you putting it in your body? Why? Would you put anything in your body if you didn't know how it was going to impact you and you didn't know what was in it? What is the difference between that and Jim Jones back in 1979? What's the difference? Zero. There is no difference. Second point. We're prepared today for what's coming. Oh. In March of 2020, we were not ready. Today we stockpiled enough. We stockpiled enough gowns, masks, and ventilators to deal with the surge of hospitalizations among the unvaccinated. Yes, please. I want you to listen carefully to this. This is almost. I, I'm almost like. I think I almost said this is exactly what they're going to tell you. What is going to hit the unvaccinated? Okay. So what's going to happen? They're going to. They're going to go. They're going to go ahead and start whittling down everything. They're going to whittle down everything. To only the unvaccinated people. Do you honestly think that something is going to happen to the unvaccinated people that's going to come directly from this? Do you think it's going to be coming directly from this? Will the Wuhan, will the COVID, will the Delta, will the Omicron, uh, will any of this stuff affect the unvaccinated? The answer is no. The answer is no. What will impact them and you start rounding up people who are unvaccinated and sending them to camps. That's what's going to happen, okay? And they're going to figure out a way to absolutely explode one case. And they're going to make an entire story built around that, and they're going to use that to sell it. That's what they're going to do. we got to read some, uh, some of these great texts coming in. A lot of texts. Uh, Eddie, I'm more concerned about the moron pedophile talking about the moronic virus when he's around innocent children. Uh, let's see. There's an app for that? Yeah, there's an app, apparently, but I couldn't find it. Apparently, it's the third most downloaded app. Third most downloaded app in the state of New Mexico. Doubt a third of New Mexicans are using the app. One third. Did you know that? There's a third of New Mexicans. It's on my phone, right? Yes, uh, I I have it right here. And you have noticed at 7.30 in the morning that your commercials are overlapping. All the voices talking at once are driving me crazy more than once in my head. I'll, I'll check that out. Great truth and reality today, Eddie. You're, you're welcome. Um, okay, we'll get to that later. Uh, I don't know if you can play this on air. I could. Omicron. Rearrange the letters and you get, uh, you know, the moronic. We've, we've seen that a lot. Uh, yes, we can. That's funny. Very funny. More hypocrisy from liberal loons. Now Elizabeth Warren is blaming supermarket chains for Biden's inflation on food. Oh. Yeah. MLG's communication director resigns in order to prioritize his Quote unquote mental health. Yes, yes. interesting. Story. That should tell the public everything they need to know about MLG. Uh, that's the 27th departure of senior staffers. Please turn JB the Grinch off. I can't stand <laughs> listening can't to him. <laughs> what about us commenting on it? 
spreading lies, but the informed educator are causing harm. Play Let's Go Brandon said on the bright side. Nancy Pelosi was interrupted with LGB chants while trying to tout $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure law in San Francisco. Eddie, it is funny, and you laugh, but your comment about the vaccine causing Omicron is actually true. <laughs> Administering mass vaccinations in the middle of a pandemic causes there to be more variants to the original disease. I've only heard about one million times from a number of fairly famous epidemiologists, and we just played that uh, for you earlier. Uh, where is the diary on this? Most don't know that they have COVID. Imagine the virus so bad you must be tested to learn that you Always even have it. That is great. Uh, Eddie, stop. You're making me laugh too hard. Right on, my brother. How do you know when Joe Biden is lying? His lips are moving. Joe kept coughing on all his own BS. He can suck my patriotic duty. He can go straight to hell. I traveled anyway, so Joe can't kiss my arse. Eddie, wait till next college football games. There's got to be one called the vaccination bowl. <laughs> Eddie, you mentioned how can we have been able to listen. You mentioned how stupid can we be able to listen to the city, and you're right. The point is we have stupid people voting for Biden. Uh, I don't know. Uh, to quote, <clears throat> nobody will get out of this life alive. Shouldn't we all be looking forward to the next life? Why are all these folks afraid of death? Catholics should just be on board as the Mormons, Baptists, Seventh-day Adventists, right? All faiths believe in the next life. Shots do not get you to heaven. Faith and following the word gets you to eternal life, not pedophilia. That was, uh, quote, David Byrne, same as it ever was. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, this Gina, she's really upset with me, Doug. Listen, a vaccine is a personal choice. Very surprised to hear you say that about Trump. You're an idiot. Can you tell us about why I-40 are going west as a parking lot? No, I can't. I'm not doing traffic today. Uh, no altar. Just believe in personal choice. I only worship God. If you only worship God, you wouldn't be worshiping a man and believe in the infallibility of a man, even Trump. So disappointed. I haven't been able to listen to your show in a while, and your show is unrecognizable. Oh, because I'm not kissing Trump's ass 24-7? Is that, is that what you need? Is that is that all you, you want to hear yourself in an echo chamber all day long? I'm not going to take the vaccine, period. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is good. That guy only talks about vaccines, never anything else. The country is going straight to hell. <laughs> That's <a> good point. <laughs> uh, Eddie, they need the vents to finish you off after they poison you with the remdesivir. That is true. Trump needs to stop pushing the clot shot. Yes, I agree. That is the worst. I, and I'm, I'm going to disagree with him at every turn. Since I am unvaccinated, I guess I am un-American. I guess, according to Joe Biden, you are. In fact, my book, you're more American than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Unpatriotic to not get your shots. And if we're down to 40 million, they're unvaccinated. That's probably the people that already contracted it, and they don't need a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we got to, hey, Eddie, if the Omicron variant is so mild, we're not even going to know we got it. Because if we're even vaccinated, it's going to be even less mild. Why are there more deaths now that we have a vaccine than back in March of 2020, like Biden said? Very uh, good uh, question. Causation. Causation. Uh, Eddie, I said the same thing, Eddie. I would not vote for Trump, the jab promoter hero that I believe never took the jab. I don't think, I, I actually don't think that neither Biden nor Trump has taken oh, the really jab. Oh, really? Both? Yeah. Do you believe it? Think about this. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, these are powerful people. They know everything that they need to know. Do you think that they would have put something in their body that they didn't have full a full knowledge of what was going into their body. I, I will refer to uh, a speech made by Tucker Carlson this weekend. They played a par, uh, a portion of it. I guess he was in Phoenix. It was uh, one of oh, the turning point. Charlie yeah. Kirk events. He made a really interesting point. Tucker's a smart guy. I don't agree with him on everything, but he's 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 raised a number of very interesting points in the last year and a half plus. The one he did over the weekend, I, I'm embarrassed that this hadn't occurred to me, but 
our leaders, so-called leaders, are really old right now. Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. And the data are very clear. This germ poses much more of a risk to you if you're over 70. And he was saying, you know, these are people who are living these sort of hermetically sealed environments with security guards and everything is scrubbed and cleaned constantly all around them. And they don't represent younger people who are thinking about the future, who want to live their lives, who want to enjoy their lives, who want to build a career, who want to experience life. They're at the end of their lives. They're cloistered in these little controlled environments. And so it's more it's scarier to them. And I actually took down a quote, he said, because I want to use it in the Daily Blast, uh, something like, you know, terrified people should not be in charge of anything. And he, and he referenced leadership. And I think he might have said Churchill and people who are confident and brave and bold and have a positive vision of the future. We're going to get through it, at whatever we're going through right now, versus we're all at risk. We're all going to die, cower at home. And it was a hell of a contrast. And I do think I think there's a good chance that a lot of those oldsters in, in positions of power, they're terrified. They're, they know they're at the end of their lives and they're, they'll grasp for anything that they think reduces their own personal risk while denying the reality that younger, healthier people from day one should have been allowed to live their lives. Uh, it was a great point made by Tucker, and you can get you can probably get it online, uh, his speech. He, showed, he, he played about four or five minutes of, of the, the different one. We've never had this old of you know, this cohort of extremely old late seventies, early eighties people at the, at the senior levels of position in the federal government. And of course, you know, a hundred years ago, everybody died at 43. Everybody was young, you know, compared to, you know, compared to now. Uh, and it was an interesting point. Why, why are, why is the leadership of the country so spooked by this? And it may have something to do with their own age bias and, uh, and not caring that, most young people are going to be completely unaffected. I mean, if you're particularly young teens and single digits, your, your risk is, at, is as close to zero as is realistically possible. Uh, he drew that distinction. So I'm of the mind that they really do believe uh, this. Uh, they do trust Fauci, most of these people, um, because of the, the discrepancy between the ages. I think Tucker made a really, really good, good argument. All right, uh, Dowd, you ready to hear something that is going to blow everybody's mind? Literally everybody's mind right now. Listen, listen closely, folks. If you have the COVID, if you are taking the COVID shot or the booster shot, you better not be taking Viagra, Sildenafil, or any other D drugs. Okay. Because they are now. Yeah, there's a direct correlation between COVID-19, those shots, and the people who use the erectile, uh, the erectile dysfunction pills. Did, did, did you just did you just stop your car and pull over to the side of the road? Try to disagree with me? Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Just so you know, folks. Just so you know, a little blood pressure and sugar medications. The number one thing to stay away from if you get the COVID-19 vaccine. This is according to the India Times. Mm-hmm. It's not just comorbidities, okay? It's not just, uh, you know, all the other stuff. You cannot take blood pressure medication, which is erectile dysfunction pills. COVID vaccine works to generate robust immune spot uh, response upon injection. Potential effectiveness of the vaccine may come down to how well your body responds to it. 
For the one suffering comorbidities, a slow immune response may be a possibility. Usage of drugs may also make the body, quote, busy, leading to a delayed immune response to the vaccine. That being said, if you are someone enlisted to get the vaccine in the coming, while there are certain medicines and therapies which make you want to double-check with the doctor or postpone an appointment right now, do not take them, particularly particularly blood pressure and sugar medications lead directly can lead directly to death. Also, asthma and allergic medications. Wow. There you go. And then uh, the final thing, psychiatric drugs. Taking the uh, vaccine and psychiatric drugs. SSRIs. Yeah, there you go. Woo! That just came through. 550-5500. Let's see. Trump can't admit he was wrong. Fauci lied. Correlation. Viagra equals old men. Uh, that's cool. Eddie, so can you die with a stiff one? Uh, I don't think I don't think you can. I think uh, it has that that would there would be no blood pressure. That's why you die. That would be the last thing you do while you're alive. You know your kickstand. So, um, I can say that because I'm not describing anything. Did you know that? I'm on Team Joe, Jim Jones, Jonestown, <laughs> Guyana. <That's> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yes, because it affects your heart, Eddie. You need to get a D-diner test to see if you're having clotting at the microscopic level before you decide to go ahead and take any sort of those pills. Eddie, it was just a joke. So you can, so you can die with a stiff one. No, you can't. You know, I'm just telling you. Eddie, I've got news for JB. It is unpatriotic to cheat your way into a position that you aren't worthy of in the, for, in the first place. Eddie, you just said the mark of the beast. That's what we all believe this is all about. It has nothing to do with it. Well-being. You have the balls, bro. That's what we need. Thanks for doing what you do. This is about to get real. It is. Hey, you think uh, you think the shot's bad? Wait till you figure out what the shot's actually for. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be every bit as bad as you think it is and worse. And you're all going to have it. And you're all going to be giant idiots for taking it. Trump really disappointed me, Eddie. He told us that we were falling into their hands. He's stepping in the minefield. If he runs again, watch the media announce the vaccine deaths and bludgeon him with it. It would rather uh, DeSantis run for for POTUS. I'm with that. I mean, I am not on board in any way, shape, or form Trump running in 2024. Trump needs to run for the U.S. House of Representatives 2022 because he won't make it to 2024. Uh, Eddie, uh, DeSantis is playing it rather coy on his booster shot. He has been, he did receive the Johnson & Johnson single shot. He's uh, publicly announced that, but he was interviewed over the weekend uh, about his booster status. He said, quote, I've done whatever I did, the normal shot, and that at the end of the day is people's individual decisions about what they want to do. DeSantis said when he was asked if he had received a booster shot by Maria Bartiromo. So he's playing it very vague and coy. I'm not happy about that at all. Let's listen to to this uh, for a few minutes, uh, shall we? Heart risk after uh, vaccines. Uh, This here by Dr. John Campbell. Very important. Uh, Take a listen. Warm welcome to today's talk, Thursday, the 25th of November. Now, I've had a huge amount of questions on this abstract that appears to show that the increased risk of a heart attack, what's called an acute coronary syndrome, that that increases from 11% up to 25% risk over five years in a group of people that have been vaccinated with mRNA vaccine. So is this true? Is there a risk increased risk in this group from 11% risk over five years up to 25% increased risk over five years. If so, that is a massive, massive increase and, and an incredibly significant finding. 
the answer is not entirely straightforward. So let's look at it. Now, this comes from this paper here. In fact, when I say paper, I couldn't find the paper. Um, it's just an abstract. So it is this abstract here. So this has got quite a lot of publicity, including some mainstream media in the UK. Certainly, I'm not so sure about the US, but it's just based on the. this abstract. Now, the abstract is normally the introduction to the paper, but if the paper's there, I certainly can't find it. So it seems to be a, a fairly quickly written abstract, fairly quickly written for, for several reasons that we'll look at as well. But let's see what it's about. So um, it's this abstract. Now, it's in this journal circulation, which is which is a reputable peer reviewed journal. And um, this is the this is the link here. You, you can check it out for yourself. Uh, MRNA. Now, MRNA, that's a strange way to write it. Normally, we would write M for messenger, then RNA for ribonucleic acid. So it just strikes me as a bit strange that that deviation from the norm is, is in is in the title there. But anyway, that's nothing to do with the content. So MRNA COVID vaccine dramatically increases endothelial inflammatory markers and acute coronary syndrome risk as measured by this plus cardiac test now just we need do need a bit of background there so so what we what we would normally have here is imagine that that's a, an artery so that's supplying part of the heart muscle with blood the myocardium and that's going to divide into smaller arteries and these uh, smaller coronary arteries will supply an area of cardiac tissue with blood, say an area of myocardium that will take blood to that area of tissue. Now, the endothelium is the lining of this, uh, the, these blood vessels. So that is the vascular endothelium that that's referring to. And inflammatory markers can lead to inflammation in this endothelium. This can become uh, inflamed. So we can get inflammation in the, the endothelium, which, of course, we don't want because acute coronary syndrome is really an inflammatory disease. So we don't want to increase that. So if we increase the endothelial inflammatory markers, that would indicate that these markers are indicators of increased inflammatory activity in this area where we don't want it. Because if there's increased inflammatory activity here, this can cause destabilization of, of what we call plaques, atheromatous plaques, these cholesterol based plaques here. And if these become destabilized, that can cause blood to clot. Now, if you get a little bit of blood clotting, um, what, what, what's called white thrombus, that will reduce the blood supply in these areas of tissue, leading what, to what we call ischemia. That would be called uh, unstable angina. Uh, if it's more severe, if you get more clotting, that would lead to what we call a, a non-ST myocardial infarction, uh, non-ST non elevation myocardial infarction. And if there's a lot more clot there, that would lead to what we call a, a ST elevation myocardial infarction. 
uh, so non-STEMI or, or a STEMI. So that's what acute coronary syndrome is. The most mild form is acute is is, is unstable angina. The second most common form is uh, non-ST elevation myocardial infarction, and the more severe form is called ST elevation myocardial infarction. So that's all. That's what acute coronary syndrome is. So, but basically, we don't want this inflammation. So to, to measure markers of that is is remarkably relevant. So uh, measure measurement of multiple protein biomarkers. Fine, absolutely fine. Uh, but and these are used to generate a score predicting the five year risk in terms of percentages of a new acute coronary syndrome. In other words, a new acute heart attack sort of situation. An acute coronary syndrome, as we've said, could mean unstable angina, non STEMI or STEMI, all of which, of course, are bad. Um, score is based on changes from the norm of multiple protein biomarkers. OK, so now we're told some of these now. The first one we're told about is interleukin-6, I-L, so uh, interleukin-16, sorry, interleukin. Now, the, um, th these were originally discovered, as I understand this, in leukocytes. So leukocytes are the white blood cell. Interleukins, they are cytokines that go from one white blood cell to another white blood cell. They, they are like hormones between, um, between individual cells. So... Um, so more of this, it is a pro-inflammatory pro cytokine. I think it, I think it encourages the, uh, the, the migration of um, uh, T, T, uh, T, help, T helper cells as well, I think. I'm not sure about that. Anyway, it's a pro, definitely a pro-inflammatory cytokine. So we, we accept that. Uh, more information on it there. Uh, this other one is called soluble FAS. Now, um, I'm not going to go into this. There is more information on it here. But this is an inducer of what you call apoptosis. Apoptosis. So if we have some cells here, imagine that's a nice living cell there with a nucleus. And that's another one there with a nucleus. And that's another one there with a nucleus. Now, what apoptosis is, apoptosis is cell suicide. So in apoptosis, there will be um, digesting enzymes in the cell, which are released in the process of apoptosis. So when a particular thing, so, so th this FAS is actually a, a protein there in the uh, in the membrane. And when this other thing called uh, um, th 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 this one here, when this one comes along, uh, FASL, when that comes along and, and links onto that, that triggers this process of apoptosis. And that means that these digestive enzymes are released and they will simply digest the cell. It will kill the cell. The cell will die. It's a cell suicide or apoptosis. So um, this soluble FAS um, is an indicator of apoptosis. And again, again, we can certainly we can certainly accept that. That, that, that makes sense. Uh, now, this is from this paper here on heart. So uh, um, FAS, um, FAS L, FAS L is the is the ligand. That's the bit that actually stimulates it. And um, now from this paper, this is not from this is not from the abstract. This is this is all from this paper here. Um, from that paper here, um, we do learn that adenovirus uh, can result in overexpression of this uh, FAS-L, which could result in ap apoptosis. Uh, we're not told about adenovirus components in this paper, but it's possible. So the physiology hangs together. It, you know, so, so far, this is making uh, biochemical physiological sense as we normally understand it. Now, uh, another another one here, another one of these um, these protein factors, these biomarkers is hepatocyte growth factors. Uh, 
Now, hepatocyte, of course, are liver cells. So what, what you normally find is this would probably first be identified in liver cells. But we now know it does other things. Uh, serves as a marker for chemotaxis of T cells into the epithelium and cardiac uh, tissue. So the epithelium there, I think that's referring actually to the endothelium, um, the, the, the lining, the lining of the uh, the lining of the blood vessels there uh, and, and in, into the cardiac tissue as well. So T cells, this is saying that T cells, these T cells could go into the endothelium and into the um, into the cardiac tissue. And of course, the T cells can well that they will be pro-inflammatory these are designed to destroy uh, t cytotoxic cells are designed to destroy virally infected cells so we certainly don't want those uh, destroying cells in the in the heart into the myocardium but um that's what that, that's what this does so, so it, again it's a reason a very reasonable biomarker to, to choose and again more information on it there now the abstract says amongst other markers which we are not told unfortunately we simply don't know that yet um, elevation of the norm increases the plus score. So if these markers are increased, that increases the plus score. That increases the percentage likelihood that uh, an acute coronary syndrome, a heart attack sort of disease, will occur in the next five years. Decrease below the normal lowers the plus score, decreasing the chances of a heart attack in the next five years. The score has been measured every three to six months in our patient population for at least eight years. So this is a population that have been following up doing this at least three to six months over a period of eight years. So this means they've got good baseline figures. So that, that's good. Recently, with the advent of the mRNA, so mRNA, the right way <laughs> expressed that time. Um, re re recently, with the advent of the mRNA COVID vaccines by Moderna and Pfizer, um, dramatic changes in the plus score became apparent in most patients. So this is what this is about. Now, this report summarizes those results. Now, they seem to be following up this group of 566 patients. Now, that is quite a respectable number. And it looks like these have been followed up over, over an eight-year period before the pandemic. So we've got a good cohort here with good, um, good, good, good baseline characteristics and data um, could, could be collected, of course, over that time. Uh, age range of the patients uh, from 28 to 97. So that's good. Male to female ratio is one to one. So again, Good. Uh, now, these are seen in a preventative <coughs> seen in a preventative cardiology practice. OK. <clears throat> um, had new plus score tests drawn from two to ten weeks following the vaccine. Right. So from two to ten weeks after the vaccine. So plus two to uh, plus ten weeks after the vaccine. They worked out their plus score that therefore constitutes a group. Uh, this was compared to the previous plus scores drawn three to five months previously before the vaccines. So this is before the vaccines. So before. So we have their scores before vaccination and we have the scores after vaccination. And this seems to be a group of 566 people. So basically, um, these are acting as their own control. So th th this is called test. And then we introduce a change which in this case, of course, is the vaccine. And then we retest. So this basically is a controlled study where the individuals being tested are acting essentially as their own controls. So it's a recognized research method, test, change, retest. 
Um, so it's not it's not a different um, comparison group. It's not a placebo group, but it's true that before they didn't have the vaccine and after they did have the vaccine. So it is a valid test retest comparison. And was compared to the previous score. So, so that's good. Right. Now, what happened here? Baseline interleukin 16 uh, increased. Now, they said it increased from 35 equals slash minus 20. I don't know what that means. I just don't understand this sort of way of expressing it. And the units are not given. I would like to know what the units are there. This is the sort of thing that would be in a full paper. We don't seem to have the full paper. So and then above the norm to again, 18 equals slash minus 75 above the norm. Again, it doesn't make any sense. But if we take this as one measure here, if we take that as one measure and we take that as another measure. We, we can see that it has increased. So we'll accept that it's increased. So I'm happy to accept it's increased. Uh, soluble fast increased again. Again, th th these make no sense. 22 plus stroke minus 15. I don't know what it means. Anyway, it increased from that. Uh, up to that. So again, um, we, we accept there's an increase, although we don't know the units again, um, which would be it would be nice. But again, if the full paper follows, we expect they'll be in there. Uh, HGF, uh, hepatocyte growth factor, again, that increased from this. Again, don't quite understand that up to that. But again, we accept that it, it has increased. So basically, we see that um, that inflammatory marker increased, that inflammatory marker increased and that inflammatory marker increased after after vaccination. So that that, that is what that is saying. Uh, now, what we're not told in this paper is how many of these patients actually had COVID. Uh, we're not told whether if these patients had COVID that was related to variability within the cohort. These are just average figures, we assume. These are just average figures for the cohort. So there's a lot of things it doesn't tell us. I'd really like to know if the patients that had COVID had had higher, um, higher levels of these inflammatory markers or not. But we're simply not told that. We, we don't know. We we'll wait for the full paper. We assume a full paper is coming. We, we don't know yet. Um, now, now, these changes resulted in an increase of the plus score. Uh, so in their group, um, the the average risk of having an acute coronary syndrome in the next five years was 11 percent. And this went up to 25 percent risk. So instead of having 11 percent risk of having an acute coronary syndrome in the next five years, that went up to 25 percent risk. Now, again, we don't know much about the group, um, but that increase from 11 percent to 25 percent is, of course, totally massive, absolutely massive. If this were to be applicable to the entire population, this would basically mean we're going to get an unimaginable amount of uh, extra heart attacks. Um, that, that's what that would mean. Um, we don't know about the time frame, of course. Uh, at the time of this report, these changes persist for at least two and a half months post the second VAC dose. So, OK, we know that persists for two and a half months. So does this risk only increase for two and a half months or does the increase increase for longer? We, we, again, we, we don't know. Well, what we can say is this increased risk from 11 percent up to 25 percent risk over five years, only according to this paper, seems to last for 2.5 months. Does it last for longer? We, we, we don't know. That's all we're told. Uh, we conclude that the mRNA vax, 
and, and again, this the way this is written is direct from the direct from the paper, which I must say I do find a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say casual, but it's not it's not quite the way I would have written it. Um, but this is exactly from from the abstract. Um, you know, two point five months of the vac. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's obviously the mean vaccine, but um, that's the way it's written in this abstract. Um, we conclude that the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation of the endothelium and T cell uh, infiltration into the uh, cardiac muscle. So in other words, um, they're saying that you do get uh, increased inflammation here and increased T cells into here, some of which may be T cytotoxic cells, which most certainly most certainly have the potential to kill cardiac cells. All right. So that um, um, the paper, the abstract says, and may account for the observe observation of increased thrombosis. That's the blood clots. That makes sense because of the incre increased inflammation. Cardiomyopathy. That makes sense of the zapoptosis and destruction of cardiac myocytes, the, the cardiac muscle cells by uh, T um, cytotoxic cells and other vascular events following vaccination. It does make sense. And I would add further that if there's a higher dose of the vaccine going to the myocardium due to inadvertent intravascular administration, this rate would be dramatically increased. Again, probably we believe, well, I'm sure that, that this inadvertent intravascular administration happens and you will get a, a much higher dose of the vaccine going to the heart all at the same time uh, if it, as opposed to if it was just given in the muscle because we don't aspirate to check in the UK and the United States. Um, I've just learned, um, well, I've only, I've only got one source on this at the moment, but apparently in Japan they are aspirating. So in Japan they're aspirating, uh, Taiwan they're aspirating, I'm pretty sure, China they do seem to be aspirating, Denmark they're aspirating. So there's going to be data on this soon, and um, it's just a pity that people... Um, are still getting um, inadvertent intravascular administration while we wait. So very consistent with the hypothesis I've been promoting for some time. Um, now this is by this article is by uh, Dr. Stephen R. Gundry, uh, which we see here. Uh, he's the author of this paper. Uh, he he has been a uh, well-regarded. Um, Cardiothoracic uh, heart surgeon. In fact, I think he. I think I'd have to check, but I think he did one of the early uh, pediatric heart transplants. Um, but anyway, um, he says this: uh, our group has been using the Plus Cardiac Test Score, but when we look on the uh, abstract, we don't find his group. We just find uh, him down as an individual. Um, Normally, the co-authors would go on the paper as well. So it's a little unusual to see only one author. Um, and uh, doc, Dr. Gundry is not, I think it's fair to say, uh, a figure who is greeted with um, complete agreement amongst the scientific community. Not everyone agrees with all of his uh, all of his uh, uh, writings. Um, now, that's that's nothing to do with the science of this paper. But. Um, he is. He is. So, for example, this is some information about him here. Um, does a lot of writing and uh, podcasting, a lot of uh, health type related things. 
Um, he seems to have this grocery facility as well. Um, now, I, I must have worked with about oh, I don't know, 20 or 30 cardiologists over my career, and I can't remember any of them having a grocery facility. But there again, they might not just have mentioned it. But, uh, again, but it has nothing to do with the science of the paper. The, the um, guy is literally, I'm not even kidding. The guy is literally peddling. He's peddling groceries. The same guy who wrote this paper is peddling all his luxurious and sundry uh, grocery list uh, on his uh, website. And uh, this is very funny. Definitely is that there is enough science here to merit an official response from the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation in the UK and the uh, Centres for Disease Control or whoever it is responsible for this in the States. I think this merits uh, an official response. It also merits a lot more study. Now, this is based just on, as far as we know from this abstract, this is based just on the presence of these inflammatory markers and their score. What I would like to see is a lot of people getting high resolution magnetic resonance scanning, MRI, MRI scans, very high resolution MRI scans of the coronary arteries and the, uh, the myocardial tissue. I would also like to see cardiologists doing full workups on these patients. Um, unfortunately, um, for example, when we talked to Nick, this didn't seem to be happening. I do hope Kyle's having more success now in the States, but there has been some difficulty uh, for some patients accessing special specialist cardiac uh, services. But I think this is a research study that needs to be done fairly desperately now. And I've thought of doing high resolution MRI. Of course, um, cardiologists and cardiac specialist people could think of a dozen other tests that they could do as well to to um, to cross correlate, to triangulate um, th this single paper. And it is a single paper which is based on inflammatory uh, markers. Um, so there you go. There's those sites, uh, other sites of interest there. Um, just before we finish, um, a well-recognized site to diagnose or to predict your risk of a heart attack uh, comes from here, from the British Heart Foundation. So I put the link into that if you would like to calculate your own personal risk over the next five to ten years. And the link for that is uh, the link for that is there. So um, in science, we need multiple papers. We need more than we need. We need teams. Um, so it concerns me that this is one individual, that it's just one abstract. Um, we would like to know the other members of the team. We would like to know their qualifications. We'd like to know a lot more. And of course, we would like the full paper. Now, if you can find the full paper, please give it to me. But this is all based on. So here we see the metric. So it's picked up by three news outlets retweeted 47,000 times on seven Facebook pages. Uh, so they, they go. Um, the, the, these findings are interesting and, and uh, not inconsistent with the idea of inadvertent uh, intravascular administration. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that, really. Um, we, we, basically, we await more information, but we do need some sort of an official response and we do need other, other research modalities, multiple research modalities to adjudicate if the diagnosis reached by this study is correct or not. 
So the answer to the original question we asked at the start of the paper is, uh, is the, it, did this group have an increase in 25% up to up to 25% risk over of heart attack over five years, up from 11%? Well, this group seems to from this data. But before we can expand this out to the general population, we need an awful lot more. But it is it is a very important indicator of a very important place to look because if we're missing a trick here, uh, this has got huge implications. <clears throat> Thank you for watching. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, you just got a whole education there uh, from uh, from Dr. Campbell telling you about uh, more or less of the increased chance of blood clots, uh, myocardial infarctions, pericarditis, myocarditis, all because of just the vaccine. And he was able to reason all of that information for you, which is probably the best explanation. Uh, that we can probably give you for not taking the vaccine. You know, if you should need to be induced to not take the vaccine, I think, uh, you know, you do take some convincing because when you're dealing with, dealing with peer pressure and you're actually having to evaluate the health side effects of a vaccine, which is generally not something that you're supposed to do. Um, when you talk about vaccine injuries, and it's very interesting, I, I, you look at uh, vaccine injuries uh, by type, and there's a whole website where you can kind of go into the uh, you know uh, different levels of uh, vaccine injuries. You can look at flu vaccines. You, there's a injury table where you can see like who's getting what. This is information that must be provided. Uh, talks about the illness, disability, injury, or conditions uh, that all have to to, to do with the vaccination uh, industry. Um, <clears throat> what are the most common type vaccine injuries. He's talking about exactly that, a vaccine injuries. And there is a lot of people uh, right now, a lot of attorneys right now who are trying to sue for it, but it's impossible for them to sue any of the vaccine injuries that are coming from big pharma on COVID-19. And the reason why is because it literally prevents them, it prevents an attorney from suing uh, an administrator or the vaccine manufacturer themselves. So if you can't sue them, they're going to continue to just roll this stuff out without any sort of regard to the side effects. Okay. So there was 44,000 participants enrolled in clinical trials for Pfizer and the BioNTech vaccine, 30,000 in clinical trial for Moderna. The effects that occur fairly soon after vaccination are identified. And so they have uh, an abbreviated, you know, timetable that gives all of the, the different, uh, you know, uh, pieces of how people are being uh, impacted. And what you're finding very quickly that all of the people uh, <clears throat> that are being impacted from this all have uh, directly uh, health disasters that are related to uh, their heart or blood clots. And it's not being discussed or talked about whatsoever. And we've accelerated the level of administration and development for these vaccines. Generally, vaccines take three and a half, as I said before, to four years uh, to, to, to get to that point. Um, but the vaccine injuries are unable to be compensated. Your family will not be able to be compensated uh, if you are uh, be, being infected by a vaccine injury. Uh, so that's just something that you just need to know. So why would you take something like that if you knew that you weren't going to be able to be compensated or made whole because of what this this caused? And as you just heard from Dr. Campbell, it increased from just on the 
on the administration from the arm from 11% to 25%, significantly increased, two and a half times practically. Um, and there's no fund that's going to make these people whole. Um, the adverse events that are happening from vaccines are many, and most people are saying, well, it's natural causes or undescribable. Uh, there are vaccine attorneys out there, but again, they cannot find any way, shape, or form to actually uh, win any of these cases. So that in and of itself should tell you that these companies are making literally tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars in the development of this, which are unsafe and accelerated for their de delivery, that this is a problem. So if you have any reservations about taking the vaccine, you have good enough proof right here to tell people why you are not taking the vaccine. And that should suffice. That should be enough just for having that risk. Again, um, it's like psychiatric drugs. If you're taking those, you'd have to be off of that before you take the vaccine. If you're taking uh, any sort of uh, erectile dysfunction or blood pressure medication, you would probably have some adverse effects uh, with the vaccine, as we've talked uh, before. And then, of course, uh, related to weight injury and or respiratory, uh, 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 I don't know, it, information, uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, anything like that, that would also uh, adversely affect you. So that's not telling people. They're not telling people that. So the president isn't telling people that. Uh, certainly, you know, uh, hospitals are not telling people that. They're just telling everybody that they have to take it. And that's probably not the right way to go on all of this. So there we go, folks. That'll do it for uh, today. I hope that you were enlightened by Dr. Paul Alexander uh, earlier on why kids shouldn't be vaxxed. I think that's important. I'm going to kind of leave it with that. And then we're going to go straight into um, Ben Shapiro and uh, Dana Lash uh, as well. Uh, and then uh, throughout Coast to Coast. We took the radio station offline last night. Uh, for some repairs. And then tomorrow we're having our engineer uh, come in again. So I'm going to leave you with uh, Dr. Paul Alexander talking about how kids shouldn't be vaxxed. And uh, I think this is probably uh, very important for you to listen to as well. And then straight into Ben Shapiro. Take a listen. Well, I'm still trying to bring it up. I'm not sure why it didn't just play. It was just playing. Let's try this. Our buddy Dr. Paul got a lot of attention when he was on the show last week. He was in Toronto. He's back in Washington, D.C. He was formerly in HHS under the Trump administration. We did a little bit of digging to find out more about Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul, what do you got for us today? Hey, thanks, Clear and Buck. And uh, it's Paul Alexander. I, I'm so honored and privileged. Look. I'm listening to you guys, and it's an exceptional show. I want to say it this way. I wanted to make the argument that the nation has to consider their children already vaccinated and immune. And I'll make my case quickly, shortly. But I wanted to follow up with something you said. Look, I had my own links and dealings with Dr. Fauci, and I'm not going to get into um, his, his, his service and all of that. But I'll say this. On COVID, for the last 19 months, He's been flat wrong on everything. I think he's one of the most illogical, irrational, and actually at some points absurd. I, I am a scientist. I'm an academic scientist, and I work with many. 
we cannot understand anything he says from day to day. And that is, it blows my mind the attention he gets because he had leadership positions in Trump and he has a leadership position in Biden. And I just don't understand it. Now, here's what I wanted to tell you today. I looked at all of the evidence, me and the researchers that I work with, we looked at all of the, the global settings, every nation, every location in terms of lockdowns, every single lockdown failed. We looked at every location in the world that implemented a school closure, including across the United States. Every single school closure failed to stop transmission, failed in every possible way. We examined mask mandates in every state in the United States and in every country in this entire world. Not one location did a mask mandate work to stop transmission. Every single policy that the task force under Trump implemented, and Trump implemented their policies. They, these were not Trump policies. He was guided by Fauci and Burks, et cetera. Every single policy failed. Everyone, it was a catastrophic failure for anyone to ever go back and try to blame Trump. I sit back and bristle because he took tone and guidance from them. Yes, he was the boss, but he needed their technical input and they failed him. They misguided him and they even misguided whomever right now, Biden, because this present administration is a complete failure. But I wanted to go back now to what I said. No child in America must be vaccinated with these vaccines, none. And we must consider them already immune and actually vaccinated. Why? Children, the infection fatality rate is close to zero for children, close to zero, statistical zero. Children don't readily acquire it, don't readily spread it. They do not get severely ill readily and they do not die. And that is not me making this up. This is data and the reality is I looked at the evidence to try to understand, is there a molecular or biological <clears throat> explanation? And what I found was Patel and Bunjianovic, they published some research, two separate papers last year in JAMA, that showed that the nostrils of children and the nasal pharyngeal passage lacks the number of ACE2 receptors that adults have. And that began to explain to us why children were at such low risk to begin with. Children just do not have the apparatus to become readily infected and readily transmit. And that's one piece of the puzzle. I also looked at some research by LOSC, who also showed that the airways in children are already primed to sense this virus and had a much stronger early innate response to the SARS-CoV-2. That was point two for me as to why children were at such risk. I looked at research by Yang, and Yang told us that the blood that they collected from kids before SARS-CoV-2 started had the type of B-cell antibodies in it that showed that they were exposed to prior common colds and gave them some protection. That was potent, potent that the medical community knows. CDC understands. There's also research by Weiser and Faber that told us that the T-cells in children, when they looked at it, they were so naive and so untrained that that gave them an understanding of why children's immune system responded. Those four pieces of evidence to me, from a biological and a molecular point of view, I'm not even talking about the, the Danish study in the French arts that showed children didn't spread. 
I'm not talking about the Ludwigsson study in Sweden that showed up 2 million Swede kids, no cases of death. I'm not even talking about the epidemiology. I'm talking about the molecular underlying biology. It shows that children do not get this infection readily and do not spread it. Children have no opportunity for benefit from these vaccines, only potential for harm. We must not allow our children to be vaccinated. And that's what I wanted to share today. Dr. Paul. Thank, thank, thank you, Dr. Paul. Thank I mean, again. he kills I mean, it every single I mean, time he's on. I, I love, you're following this guy. Obviously, his his knowledge, his ability to be conversant in both the details, but the high level about this, it's very compelling, which is why we had him on before. And I had doctors all across the country writing in to say, yeah, what Dr. Paul said is I'm, I'm with, I agree. I'm with it. You know, and I think we'll have a lot more of that today, Clay. No doubt. And look, I'm a parent. I believe in vaccines. My kids are vaccinated. They're not going to get the covid vaccine. Because of everything he just laid out, you look at the data, they're not at risk from COVID. Why would you, for young kids, insist on a COVID vaccine? It's madness. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.